Welcome everyone to episode 8 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey. Today's episode is going to be our E3 2017 recap. Uh, like we've done it for the past, I don't know, five or six years now. We are going to be covering all the main press conferences and also probably uh, some random announcements, I guess, if, if anyone had any anything interesting that they wanted to discuss. Uh, so that's our main topic. Does anyone have anything they want to tease for later on in the episode? Yeah, uh, yeah, I think uh, Will and I will both be talking about our connected franchise on Madden. Oh, yeah. And then uh, I also purchased MLB The Show, so mm. I've been playing that. And Corey and I played Rocket League today. Nice. Indeed. Okay. Anyone else have anything they want to tease? Nada. Nada. Yeah, I pretty much only played Mar- mostly Mario Kart, but I got back in, into Mass Effect, which was nice. Uh, last night... I was like, I've got to play some Mass Effect, and so I did. Getting getting close, getting close to the end. All right, well let's get let's get right into E3. Uh, so I will get started. We're gonna cover these in order. Uh, however, my notes aren't taken in order of when things were announced in the particular press conferences, but that's mostly because I didn't get to watch them live. I had to watch them later on. I mostly watched recap versions, but I tried to tried to fill myself in on as much of the info as possible. So the E3 press conferences started off with EA. Uh, so EA announced uh, the biggest announcement, I think, that they that they had was the announcement of Anthem, which is Bioware's new IP. Uh, from what I gather and what I watched, it looks a lot like a cross between Destiny and Warframe. Yeah, you guys get that impression. Uh, Warframe because of the the different uh suits of armor i guess you have they're called i think they're called javelins um and you can have multiple ones like you can in warframe and they're essentially just completely different uh completely different characters so to speak i guess um uh they have the same same thing in destiny 2 they have like the the light middle and and heavy class um so a lot of similarities there there wasn't a ton of information out about anthem yet uh no expected release date as far as i could gather did you guys hear anything about an Anthem release date? No, no, but this is probably the least I've been able to pay attention to in E3, so... Yeah. 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 I, uh, are, are we going over thoughts on these yeah, games definitely. as they come? Yeah, definitely. To me, this game, and this is judging by the gameplay that they showed off and like the graphics and everything, this has going to be downscaled, written all over it. Oh. <laughs> Okay. Because I watched it and like I was I was seeing the graphics and them flying through the world like how they were um and all that stuff and I was like this game seems a little bit too good to be true. Yeah. I actually got that impression from a few games that I watched uh you know supposed gameplay of in in the various E3 press conferences. I'm like there's no way it's going to look that good when it actually comes out. So Yeah, I guess we'll like- see, but the graphics were the biggest thing for me, and like the the uh, this is stupid, but the facial animations, yeah, like everything looked too too good mm-hmm. for it to like actually, unless it's like three years off. But You're gonna have to yeah. downgrade to uh, Andromeda animations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't know this this game. Uh, it, it interests me heavily. Had mm-hmm. you know, Bioware looked yeah. like Destiny. I liked it's, Destiny a lot, so it's worth a look. Anyone yeah, else have sure. any interest? Any you guys have any interest in Anthem? Um, possibly. I don't know. Depends. We'll see when it gets closer. 
Uh, these games all kind of just look the same to me. Yeah, that this one especially felt kind of samey. Yeah. Uh, I'm seems... interested, like like Will said, it's it's Bioware, uh, it, so which means I can't ignore it. Uh, so I'll, I'll at least follow along with with what's going on with it. And I like the name. I think Anthem's a cool name for a game. So. Yeah, me, I agree with that. Uh, so there's that. Next up was Battlefront 2. They showed some some gameplay, some single-player, multiplayer stuff. Uh, all the DLC maps modes characters will all be free for the game. I think they've learned their lesson from Battlefront and the segmented uh, segmented multiplayer players, I guess. Um, it kind of kept kept people from from playing, you know, continuing to play the game because if you didn't want to buy the DLC, then you were left behind in, in unpopulated maps and stuff or unpopulated game modes. So that's good. There will, however, be microtransactions. Um, I did not look into the microtransactions. Uh, I don't, I'm hoping it's going to be like uh, cosmetic stuff. Yeah. Which is you would really, have to be. Yeah. That, I mean, that's the only way to go. I think because that's even stuff that I would spend money on if there was something really cool that I liked. Wait, okay. what, what game is this again? Battlefront 2. Oh, Battlefront 2. Gotcha. Yep. Uh, there will also be a single player campaign. So it seemed like everything everybody complained about in the last game, they just did 180 on. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know if it was on purpose, if they just wanted to like kind of squirt out Battlefront the first battlefront without you know filling doing the typical ea uh ea sports thing especially mm. too was yeah. uh, that's what i was put, gonna bring up putting out a featureless game and then you know adding the features uh, in the next and then stripping next them iteration. out for the next generation yeah well yeah yeah once uh ps5 and xbox two two one x two oh, yeah, yeah <laughs> once they come out then yeah they'll strip everything out again but I mean, those are those are good things for Battlefront Two. Makes me more interested in Battlefront Two. Definitely the single player campaign, especially more likely to play. Uh, EA announced uh, Way Out, which is developed by a brother Brothers of Tale Two Sons developer Starbreeze. It's a co op only Prison Break game, uh, played completely in split screen multiplayer. Uh, I thought this game actually looked really interesting. I don't know what you guys thought about it. Yeah, that was one of the games I was most interested in. Coming okay. out of E3 because I can play with my wife. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's uh, it was really interesting the stuff they showed. Uh, you know, they they would show like one of the guys, uh, you know, distracting some people while yeah. while the other guy would would go in and create some mayhem and they use that as a as a diversion for for whatever. It it seemed like it's going to be. I mean, it reminded me a little bit of Brothers Tale Two Sons with uh, you know, the the interesting control scheme where you control. It's made by one the same people, isn't it? Yep, yep. Same yeah. developer. Uh, control one guy with one stick and the other guy with the other stick and yeah it just seems like it's gonna work well from what, what was the what, title of that game again uh a way out a way out i like the um the, the storyline too the yeah the jailbreak thing i think that could mm-hmm. be really cool yeah definitely do we think do we think this is gonna be a full price game like no. premium indie, 40 bucks no. 20 bucks 20 bucks i would guess 20 um but who knows yeah. 30. I'm saying 30. All right. Let's 30. split right down the middle. We'll go 30. Okay. 30 bucks. 30 yep. bucks is. Yeah. That for me was the most interesting thing that came out of the EA press conference. Um, most of it was kind of a snooze fest, I thought. Yeah. But I mean, I'm, go- I'm going to buy Battlefront 2, but I kind of mm-hmm. already knew that. 
but yeah. this this game looks really neat. Yeah, yeah, I, I like the idea of it. Is are have there been games in the past that have done this well, like Prison Escape kind of thing? Not that I I'm can thinking, think. Of. I'm thinking of Monaco, which is probably about as close as you'll get. That was like, more of a heist game, though. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think this will be really, really cool. Uh, next up was Need for Speed Payback. Uh, it was inspired heavily by Fast and the Furious. It's got three different protagonists that I think you kind of rotate through. Uh, it's an uh, open world. Like uh, It reminded me a lot of Forza Horizon, that, se- that series. I've played Need for Speed games in the past, uh, but I think after playing Forza Horizon, I probably won't go back to Need for Speed uh, because Forza Horizon was so freaking good. Yeah, uh, I mean, it, it will depend for me like what what's coming out around there. If I was to get it, but you're probably right, Dan. I'll probably just stick with Forza at this point. Yeah, I feel like one every other year is good for the Forza Horizon games too. It's not not too many of the open world racer games because that you know again they can get kind of samey too. Yeah. So, uh, Battlefield One. They announced some DLC, new maps, including one set at nighttime, and that's coming out coming out in September. Oh, that looked pretty cool, actually. I'm pretty pumped for this DLC, to be yeah. honest. Yeah. Um. Yeah, in the name of the czar, it's kind of it's the the Russian portion of the Eastern game. Front. Eastern Front uh, is being put into the game, and all the maps look really cool from what I've saw. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I think Battlefield One's my favorite Battlefield that they've ever done. Um. Besides Bad Company Two, so any more content for that? And I'm actually going to get the last one too pretty soon. I've just been waiting for all of the DLC to come out. Mm-hmm. To buy it and hopefully get a package deal. Yeah, but I don't know. Like it looks really cool, and a lot of people are kind of really excited for it because everybody's been saying that it needs more content pretty badly. So mm-hmm. that's probably when everybody will start playing again. So it'll be a good time. Yeah, definitely. Eric, any interest? Oh yeah, for sure. Battlefield One was a fantastic game. Mm-hmm. Uh, those games are always really well made. Well, I guess not always, but this one especially was. Um, I had a really good time with the multiplayer. I guess I just, you know, I don't play a lot of multiplayer games. I shouldn't say that. I play a lot of sports multiplayer games. I don't play a lot of shooters online anymore just because I'm really bad. Um, but Battlefield has always been the one for me that I can still play even if I'm doing poorly. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if Will was going to get it or, you know, maybe another friend was going to get it, um, we could have a good time with it for sure. Well, I'll be getting it, so you'll have it. And it's nighttime, which I like. Yeah, that 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 was the the kicker for me. I thought that looked awesome. Yeah, they ought to make a game that takes place entirely at night in the snow. It sounds like Will's ideal setting. Yeah, <laughs> sounds like Until Dawn. Kind of. Well, yeah, one of my but... my favorite PlayStation games I've ever played. Next up, FIFA 18. Uh, apparently, FIFA 18 is going to continue Alex Hunter's journey. <gasps> How do you feel about that, Eric? I don't care. <laughs> shaking, shaking your head. I couldn't I, care less. I, I mean, it was sa- it was cool. Well, yeah, I remember you saying that, but yeah, like you, you as someone who even in, kind of enjoyed it, like it's yeah. Dead, I don't dead I don't play FIFA for a story mode. I play FIFA yeah. to play pro clubs and co op seasons with my friends, mm-hmm. and that's pretty much it. Yeah. Do you think you'd play that? Play more of that if if you didn't have uh, friends to play online with? Probably. Yeah, but uh, you know, usually if I'm going, if my friends text me and say, "Hey, you want to play FIFA?" I'm I'm going to always say yes to playing 
online as opposed to yeah. Alex Hunter's Hunter story Hunter. mode. Right. Gotcha. Uh, they also announced that the Switch version of FIFA 18 would be different. It's not using the same engine. It doesn't have all the same modes, but uh, they stressed that it would still be a complete experience. So, I think, does it not have the story mode? There was something missing. I don't think it. it has that, no. It's missing the story mode and the engine is different. Yep. I think yep. those were the two biggest things. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's using, is it using, because the sports games use the Frostbite engine now, right? Yeah. So maybe it's just using the older Frostbite. I don't know. They're yeah, unreal. I, see. I, I If it gets decent reviews, I would probably get it for Switch just for the convenience. Yeah, of being able to play it in the tub or on the plopper. Yeah, we'll see. I, You know what? Pro Evo is a superior game. Sure. To FIFA. And uh, is anybody going to be touching on Pro Evo at all? Probably not. Okay. So I'll just talk about it real quick. Um, They're adding in Pro Evo something that uh, my friends and I have been talking about. One of the reasons we don't play that as much is because they don't have the online uh, modes uh, that FIFA does. And they're adding 3v3 and 2v2 online co-op to Mm. Pro Evo. So Mm. my FIFA time might take a hit this year. Nice. But it's it's, Pro Evo is a superior game. It's interesting how that works because I always thought like the NFL 2K5 was probably the best football game I ever played, but that didn't win out over Madden. I think it was even it was even twenty bucks, which is insane. Yeah, that's it. yeah, it's it's crazy. I, well, uh, Pro Evo has a good base on PlayStation, mm-hmm. so we have already talked about it. And Jeff and I are going to get that for PlayStation and FIFA for Xbox. Oh, nice. Um, What's the biggest difference? Um, the, just the feel of the game, like there's just so much jank in FIFA, Uh you know, there's just so much jank with passing. And it's weird because like single player modes and online modes in FIFA feel different. They play differently. And it's, it's just a far uh, smoother experience, I guess, is is probably the way I would put it. And like, you really feel like you earn a goal in Pro Evo. And you like mm-hmm. build up to play, and the passing really ma- makes a difference, and those kinds of things. Where FIFA, it's just kind of like art. It's not like super arcadey, but it's more arcadey and just janky. And but they have all the licenses and really good online modes, whereas Pro Evo is just getting these online modes and doesn't have all the team licenses. So some people care about the the licensing, but um, the thing about playing on PS4 is you can download licenses somehow i don't know if they're fan made like roster updates or something like that but there's ways you can get around it on playstation Mm -hmm. is it sort of like how in the ncaa football game somebody would go and make all the the players for all the schools and stuff like that yeah maybe but I, i think they might have like actual konami released rosters and things like that that you can download gotcha uh madden moving on to madden madden 18 is getting a long shot story mode yeah can't wait for that i can finally live um, my dream to be a football player yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah i won't cover that anymore they should uh, make it really interesting and make it the story of aaron hernandez oh mm. there you go you know what really spice things up <laughs> now we're talking i would actually be on board with that sure i bet you a lot of people would just for s's and g's you know what a legend. Uh, they talked about NBA Live 18. 
tuned out. Don't care. Uh, one interesting thing, free EA uh, and Origin Access. I think it's a week-long free trial. So if you're interested at all in the Origin or uh, EA Access, now is the time to give it a shot. So actually, it's a pretty good service. I've I've been impressed with that. I've subscribed a few different times, and it's 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 worth it for. I think it's uh ends up being it's like five dollars a month, or you can buy the year for cheaper. Um, if it's essentially one game a year for you know the price of one game a year for a lot of content there, you know. So, uh, moving on, I'm next on the order again. Microsoft. Uh, so the big thing Microsoft unveiled was the Xbox One X reveal. That's that's going to be its name. Uh, apparently, they learned nothing from Nintendo and the Wii and Wii U. But uh, it's going to be releasing November seventh for five hundred bucks. Uh, there, along with that, they're adding original Xbox games to backwards compatibility, starting with the game Crimson Skies. Um, and then there will be free 4K updates for a lot of the more recent games, specifically the Microsoft ones like Forza, Forza Horizon, uh, Gears of War, Minecraft. Um, there's a couple others on there, but Quantum Break. Quantum Break was one of them. I don't know. I just figured maybe. I want to say maybe Halo Wars. Yeah. Was on there. But so how do we feel about the Xbox One X? It's too damn expensive. Do you? Do you think? Yeah. No. I mean. You know, you're getting, I feel like you're probably getting decent power for that price, but at yeah. the same time, if you're looking for that kind of power, you probably have a PC. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I'm sure there's some people out there like me that just don't want to deal with the PC jank that can happen. So mm-hmm. I, I could see why somebody would would want one of these for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think 500 put me out of it for sure. Yeah. I would only do it unless there is a really sweet trade-in deal at GameStop or something. Um, and by sweet, I mean unrealistic, because I know <laughs> I'm not going to realistically sweet. Yeah, because I know I'm not going to get like 400 for my Xbox and only have to spend 100. So. Well, I actually looked on Amazon uh, the other day to see what I could get for my X. I have the Xbox One Elite, and they were willing to give me like 145. What? Yep. Wow. That, I got I got more than that for my Wii U. Yeah. That's crazy. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't see that happening. If it had been 400, I would have given it a real hard thought. But, mm-hmm. you know, 500 plus plus if you don't have a 4K TV, then what's the point? And so, yeah. It really costs you 500 plus the cost of an, a 4K TV. Yeah, if you don't have one. Right. Sure. I mean, I mean, I have no. I think it's good, I guess, for people if you have the money to do it, but I don't, so I can't really do it. It's it's just a weird marketing thing, like, and I think it's the same with the PS4 Pro. It's like, what, yeah. what exactly, other than like, sure, things will look better. Yeah, but not enough. Yeah, the, exa- what exactly is the reason I need this? Are you? I, I just don't get it. Yeah, yeah, the the 4K does nothing for me. Um, I think even if I had a 4K TV, I, 1080p is, is has been enough. I think mm-hmm. uh, the 60 frames per second is is more is more important to me than the the, the 4K. Um, I think if they could promise like all multi platform games would run at least 60 frames per second, I would probably be a bit more interested in it. But I th- I'm pretty sure they're only saying the first party titles are running 60 frames per second on it. So yeah. 
that's my thoughts. Not really very interested in it, but it's nice to finally have some details, I guess. Because, I mean, people are speculating it could have been up to like 800 bucks, which I think is crazy. That is crazy. Uh, so moving on, they had some Anthem stuff. They showed some gameplay. This was the one where they showed gameplay for Anthem. So uh, we already talked about that. Assassin's Creed Origins. So it is going to be set in ancient Egypt like it had been predicted for a while. It's apparently the origin story of the Assassin's Order, which is interesting. Uh, I heard and not through E3 stuff, but they're going to have trying to have some of the naval combat that was in Black Flag and um, Rogue. Oh, yeah. So that's that's a good thing. You know, I'm such a sheep. Like, I was not interested in Assassin's Creed at all. Said I wouldn't. And then I saw some stuff for it, and I was like, "Eh, I'm kind of interested. Yeah. Yeah. But I do this for every Assassin's Creed, and I end up disliking more. Actually, that's not true. I've liked Black Flag, and I've liked Syndicate. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's all the controls. If it controls well, that then I'm in because I like the historical settings. I've always liked that in games. Um, but if it controls like garbage, like a lot of the old Assassin's Creed games did, then yeah, not, not interested. Actually, the setting didn't interest me when I heard about it, but when I actually saw some of it, I kind of really liked it. Yeah, it looks cool. It looked really like unique. It didn't seem just like a normal boring desert. Yeah. I don't know. It seemed way more interesting. And like the story of how the the Assassin's Order started like is pretty cool too to mm-hmm. me. Yeah. So, we'll see. Anyone else have thoughts? Assassin's who's the protagonist? Uh, they said his name. I don't remember what it was. Do you want Nobody me to look? Know. You can look it up. Not a recurring I'm not character? Come, I'm not, no, no, because it's it starts way before any of the other Assassin's Creed games. Uh, the first Assassin's Creed was set in the first or second crusade which would would have been you know in the middle of the you know like one around 1000 i think the first crusade was like 1070 something or something like that have they completely done away with the virtual reality aspect of assassin's creed as far as i know it's still kind of there so the main character's name is bayek 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 Okay, so that's Assassin's Creed. Uh, They announced Black Desert Online will be coming to the Xbox One. That's interesting, I thought. Was the core interested? I played it briefly. I played like a, I don't know, week trial, Uh, and it was awesome. I really enjoyed my time. The combat felt very active. Um, I don't remember it all that well, but I guess it seems like it could work with a controller. Um, but yeah, it was it was really cool. the The graphics were really good, and the character creator is second to none. It's probably the best one I've ever used in any any kind of character creation type of game, especially in MMORPG. So, a lot of options there. Maybe I'll just that was a cool game. quit gaming and just stick with one MMO. One MMORPG, yeah. Like Elder Scrolls, maybe. I think yeah. about it every day. Uh, not yeah. that one. I've thought I about still- it. I still get an itch every now and again to play Guild Wars 2. Maybe Final Fantasy. <clears throat> That's the one. The only problem with that one is it's got a subscription fee. Not Final Fantasy. I thought it did. No, no, I'm saying that one's out for me, then. Oh, gotcha. 
But Eric, think Eric, of all the monies just... you'll save not buying games just to do that. Yeah, but that's, that's good booze good money. Let's just join one of the vanilla original EverQuest servers and just yeah, work. nostalgia out the ass. This game does not hold up very well, though. Mm, yeah, but that's that's what makes it nostalgic. <laughs> I don't know. I I think if you went back and played the original uh, EverQuest, it would just be awful. Oh, I'm sure it's awful. I don't <laughs> doubt that. But damn. Paladin Caverns. That wasn't even in the, that was that wasn't even in the vanilla. That was in an expansion. Oh my god! That was yeah, a couple that was of late expansions one. in. Yeah. Echoes. Nope, not Echoes of Fade. Were that Those was never quest two expansion. Yeah, that was that was that was two. You're right, Corey. Was it uh, Shadows the, of Luckland? Yeah. Was it that one? When, Wasn't yeah, there one after that? The Planes of Power. Planes of Power. That was. I don't know. Sh- Shadows of Luckland was was the one nerds. where they added the moon. Was it Luckland? I thought it was Lucin or something. I think it's Luckland. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Hmm. It's it was L U C L I N. It does matter. You're right. It does matter. In the arena of nerds. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, Mike in the chat says bunch of nerds. I couldn't have said it better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Guys, uh, one thing we we kind of glossed over. I thought that we would kind of talk a little more about was um, the original Xbox compatibility. Oh yeah. I talk, uh, I, you yeah, mentioned I just it. mentioned cre- yeah, Crimson Skies. Ooh. Yeah. What are our thoughts about original Xbox backwards compatibility? I, I mean, I always like seeing backwards compatibility. I have a couple of the original Xbox games on my computer. Uh, one of them being um, frick Star Wars. The Star Wars shooter with the clone, with the clone troopers. Why can I? Oh yeah, um, it was awesome. But anyway, I've, I, I have that and I've been meaning to play it. Ugh, these games look terrible. <laughs> They're in that weird sort of area where, yeah, graphically they don't hold up. It's, uh, yeah, that's Republic like that. Commando. That's what it is. Republic Commando. It's that time period where, like, the first, like, 3D games were starting to come out. I'm just going through a list of the, quote-unquote, best original Xbox games to see if there's any that I would go back and play. Aren't the original Xbox games considered weak, though? Pretty weak? Like, as a lineup? Yeah. Historically, yeah. Knights of the Old Republic. Well, that and Halo. Yeah. I mean, without Halo, we probably wouldn't, there probably wouldn't be an Xbox no, definitely X. not. What's what's it called? The X, X Xbox X. One X Triple X yeah. XXX it does have three X's in it, doesn't it? Yeah. I'm still gonna call Sex it the Xbox. Xbone. <laughs> Sex mm. <box. laughs> That's what we need. Sex mm-hmm. box. I've been getting Play Facebook messages. I've been getting Facebook messages every day from a bot called Wobot. <laughs> And it's this, I guess it's some study done by this university and this bot texts you, texts you every day and asks you questions about how you're feeling and they're collecting information for some study. And when he's talking to you or she, they suggest yeah. things to you to make you feel better throughout the day. So the one article they sent me yesterday was the most relaxing sound in the world, according to scientists. Ooh, what is what it? What was it? 
shown to um, increase or decrease anxiety by 65%. I can tell you the name of it. Oceans. No, it's an actual song by... Oh, a song. Wait, it's, it's called Weightless by Marconi Union. Hmm. <laughs> I thought you just meant like sounds, not, not a specific song. That's interesting. No, no it's... Well, I'm, I mean, I'm sure they would do a separate study on sounds, but they just wanted to... I guess the song was actually developed with scientists, too. Like, it was developed hmm. for that purpose. Well, I listened have... to it. Yeah, I listened to it at a time when I was particularly stressed out, um, and I did feel a little bit relaxed, but that could also be placebo. You know, I was expecting to feel better when I was listening to it. Text me the name of the song, because I won't remember when we're done with the podcast. I'll I'll shoot it over to you right now. Thank you. All right. Uh, Crackdown 3 was next on the uh, the docket. Um, Gameplay and release date of November 7th. What are you guys giggling about? We're having a good time in the chat. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, Crackdown 3. Anyone watch any Crackdown 3 stuff? No. No, but it, I saw a little bit, and it looks pretty awesome. Yeah. I, I heard there a... was a lot less um, like destruction of environment than what they originally had showed. That's not two, surprising. three years ago, whenever it was. Yeah. I know that's hard to do, especially like well. But that actually. was their whole thing actual destructible environments because they were doing it through the cloud or whatever and it was yeah that's what what it was supposed to be so oh that's people... right they they were gonna they were gonna try to offload some of that processing yeah. power into their cloud services so yeah, I heard, I heard people were a little uh, little down on it from people i was listening to yeah yeah i mean i didn't didn't uh, i i really enjoyed the first crackdown i played a little bit of the second one i don't remember it that well but i never played them. It, was, it was it was a fun game it's like Saints Row the Fourth, right? With like, yeah, a little bit, kind of superpowers with like kind of cel shaded graphics, kind of cel shaded graphics, yeah, yeah, yeah. The graphics, so, look- a lot of destruction. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. That was kind of the one of the big, uh, I guess the big Microsoft exclusive that's coming yeah. out this year. I'm sorry, I'm did, surprised. Did they have a uh, release date? November 7th. Oh, is that the day the triple X box comes out? Yep. Wow. Big day over there at Microsoft. Yeah. I don't think. No coincidence. I mean, I don't think Crackdown 3 looks good enough to warrant the The same day. XXX, you know? Well, to to your point, Eric, about giving people a reason to buy it. um, What a great opportunity with Crackdown, but it's not particularly beautiful well i guess the explosions are kind of nice i don't know i'm not good at judging graphics everything looks good to me well is forza coming out that day i don't have a release date for forza i feel like it's coming out earlier though i thought i saw october because there's your graphics yeah if you want to show that thing off and that's what they did isn't it wasn't forza what they showed off on it that's what yeah that's one of the ones too that they're adding the 4k later on Forza 7. Uh, Crackdown 3 Dragon Ball Fighter Z was revealed for... I, get, I, I think that's a multi-platform one. But that, look, that looked exactly like a uh, cartoon. The, the actual like anime. Um, it looked like you know characters fighting in the anime. Whereas the uh, 
Dragon Ball Xenoverse one. Uh, the characters are kind of 3D, but this one looks like the actual cartoon and the fighting, and it was awesome. So that's one I have my eye on, just for nostalgia's sake. You miss know, my, I've almost Dragon bought Ball a couple of Dragon Ball uh, Xenoverse games on sale yeah. just for shits and giggles because they look fun. Yeah. Maybe I'll get this one. They Maybe Will, Will and I can split it. Do you want to start watching the new Dragon Ball series, Eric, and we can talk about it? Yeah, maybe. I I want to. My tastes have changed in life. Maybe I'll like it. I'd probably. <laughs> I was going to say. Still pretty shitty, know. huh? Well, when you spend three episodes charging a, a, a Kamehameha beam. Do they it's still better. do that? I haven't. Is it better? I mean, I've only watched a handful of the Dragon Ball Super, but... It's okay. it's not like that. It's it's more back harkens back to the uh, Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball. It was the original series. Dragon Ball, right? It was just yeah, Dragon, Dragon Ball. Ball. Little Goku. You guys need to back off. The Frieza and Cell sagas were amazing. See, uh, that's kind of when I stopped watching it. Was when that that sort of stuff was going on. Uh, Goku beating Cell was or Gohan beating Cell was so cool when I was like eight. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Um, Forza Motorsport 7, uh, that's the other big Microsoft exclusive for this year. It runs in native 4K, 60 frames per second. Uh, also looks gorgeous. ID Xbox games, Cuphead release date, finally, September 29th. Yeah. I mean, my (laughs) excitement is pretty much dwindled Dwindled. for that. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, what, two years? Three years? It might even be. It might even be three. That's supposed to have been come out coming out for a while. It looked so awesome when they first showed it, and now I'm just like, yeah, Jesus, it's. There's a statute of limitations on on excitement for me, anyway. Yeah, yeah, and I had heard some pretty bad things about it actually. um, Yeah. As far as like its development was going, Um, but we'll see. I hope I hope it's good because it, it looked so different from anything else, you know. Yeah. The art style was so cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, Deep Rock Galactic from Goat Simulator developers. Uh, t- it's a team-based combat and crafting game. Uh, or in the Blind Forest sequel announced. It's going to be called The Will of the Wisps. Uh, they showed last night an artful escape. Also, Tacoma got a release date of August 2nd. And then they announced Super Lucky's Tale, which is a VR game. I don't know how they plan on changing that for, you know, standard Xbox, but that was announced too. So that's all the ID Xbox games. Any thoughts on any of those? Um, I didn't see any of this, but um, I know people will be excited about a new Ori. Yep. Um, I had a decent time with with Ori when I played it. Um, It's probably more of a challenge than what I'm looking for in gaming right now, but yeah, I appreciate the game for what it is. It's pretty, at the very least. Yeah. Tacoma, Corey? I don't know enough about it to say whether I'm interested. The concept has me intrigued, but that's about it. And okay. I didn't. I haven't seen if they had a teaser or anything. I haven't seen it. So, Are those mm-hmm. the good folks that made Gone Home? Yep. They sure are. All right. What are they called? The Bright Company? Or Fulbright? Fulbright. Fulbright. Yep. I will never uh, buy another one of their games. I don't know. Tacoma seems interesting at the very least. So did Gone Home. No, it didn't. <clears throat> I no, when you're, the when, you, when, you're, when you're talking about a derelict space station, that's 
piques my interest right there. That's right up Dan's alley. Yeah, True. <clears throat> but Dan, it'll just what? have a coming-of-age story of a teen. And oh, you mean like it. Life is Strange, Will? Yeah, but One they did your favorite it. games? They did Whoa! it so much better. That was going to be my Whoa! next, next well, thing. Whoa! I'm actually what? not excited for that one. Life is Me Strange. Neither. Before the Storm is detailed. Uh, the first episode will be available August 31st. It's going to be three episodes. It's also a prequel. Uh, apparently they showed some Chloe and Rachel Amber in there. So for those of you who know who those people are. Why aren't Rachel. you guys interested? Yeah. Uh, um, I think they should have avoided the same. Yep. Same people. Yep. I think that story was told and told well so why why revisit it i didn't care about what happened to rachel rachel is the girl who's missing at the beginning of the first game i'm the chloe hater um of the game so i don't need more chloe and you like chloe she was annoying and tried to bring me down the whole game (laughs) so bad influence yeah it was just like no i'm not gonna take the fall for your drug addiction yeah did she have blue hair yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, I don't want I don't wanna I don't want I don't need more of that. And because I didn't care about Chloe that much, I didn't really care about her and Rachel. Right. Sure. In the so. uh the, the gameplay in the junkyard that they showed, I thought I don't know if they showed it during the press conference or if it was uh after, but that's what I saw and it was not very good in my opinion. You yeah. talking about gameplay? It was yeah. It was just uh, them having a conversation, and whoever was playing as Chloe choosing what to say. Oh, I just thought the voice acting was poor. The writing was poor. Oh, it okay. wasn't interesting. I thought you were talking about like the actual like playing the game. Yeah, I know. I I did the, not get to do that this this weekend. Well, no, I know. I I mean I mean the like gameplay was never the strong suit of Life is Strange. You know, there was very little yeah. gameplay. It was just walking around. Although yeah, that mechanic, I, I that rewind mechanic was fun to go back. Yeah, and I don't. Experiment. I don't think that's in. I don't think that's in this one. I'm out. So maybe she has different powers. Does Chloe have the powers? And also, it's not life is strange. Like, there's no power. Know, why? By the way. Like, I, I thought Max was way more interesting than Chloe. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna miss Max. Time, Time Lord. What did she call herself? Time Warrior? Time yeah. Warrior, yeah. Nice. Yeah, no, I think I read that the, the rewind mechanic is not in the game. So. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. If, if, Ma- if Max isn't in the game, then the time mechanic wouldn't be in there either. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I said when it kind of was rumored that the next game was going to be a prequel, or one of the games that they're working on was going to be a prequel, I was kind of like, no, kind of leave it alone. Yeah. I say you just you take that power, you give it to somebody else in a totally different situation in a different part of the world. Yep. I think it'd be awesome. Sure. Moving on, Minecraft. Uh, they announced cross-platform multiplayer with Nintendo Switch and also 4K upgraded visuals. <laughs> do we need 4... Uh, okay. Yes. <laughs> we do, Will. Minecraft can do whatever, I guess, and it doesn't Four, matter. 4K was the big buzzword. At this year's E3. Sweet. We're, we're talking about the second best-selling game of all time. Of course they need 4K. Yeah. I did read that they're making all of their... You can play cross-platform with all consoles. 
except platforms. Sony. Except PlayStation, yeah. Oh, of course. Their reasoning for it is laughable. Well, what was it? What was it? Uh, it had something to do with the children. They didn't want kids being able to play with other people on other platforms because they couldn't regulate it or something. It was, it was oh my god, why doesn't someone think of the children-esque? Sony well, said that? A bold lie, so, Sony said that. Yeah, well, yeah. Sony said that, yes. <laughs> but anyway. They don't care uh, about children. No. Moving <laughs> Moving on, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds uh, is coming to Xbox One. So, Sea of Thieves. Anyone watch any of the Sea of Thieves stuff? Me. Looks, no. Look, looks interesting. Uh, they showed they showed some more some more gameplay, like some more more of the things you're going to be doing. Uh, looks. What kind good. of things do you do? I didn't watch it. Oh shit! <laughs> it was well, 15 minutes. Really I didn't have to. Yeah. Um, I mean, I yeah, kind of know I what mean, to expect from it. So, well, I don't though, because what I've seen from it, I'm like, yeah, that'll be fun for like 30 minutes. Yeah, you know. So I, I don't know if there, there's more to it, or I'm not sure what what sort of progression there's going to be. Yeah, if I can get a good group of friends to play this consistently, this game will be amazing. See, that's but... the thing though that I think yeah. about all these games, and it'll never happen. Yeah. Although I say that, and we've been playing Madden and FIFA pretty religiously yeah i mean i look forward to my madden game every yeah. couple of days doesn't skull and bones just look way more compelling to you guys though i don't know about skull and bones i've never heard of it oh, okay Corey's gonna talk about that aren't you Corey? i sure am uh and then the last thing for for uh microsoft state of decay 2 launching spring of 2018 so was i the only one that didn't like the first state of decay i didn't play it i have I'd... it but i just never played it I didn't like it that much because basically the second one that they're releasing is what I thought the first one was going to be. Uh, from what I was told by people that, that I was talking about, you know, about the game with when it came out was that I didn't um, get far enough in um, to really get the whole experience. But I, I've always hated that argument. Like people always told me that about like Walking Dead. Like, oh, no, no, you got to give it a chance. And I'm like, well, if I don't like it after the first few hours and fuck it yeah the first five hours of the game yeah but and that's more, it for microsoft more zombie games yes more zombie games all right will bethesda bethesda all right Ooh. um the first thing i want to say about this one is i didn't really watch a lot of the conferences uh because i was at yeah, work a lot this was the first one i was able to watch live okay so. same with me uh, I liked, I think the way they went about it was probably my favorite out of all of them, though, because it, it was Nintendo-esque. It really was. Basically, everybody kind of crowded into the room to watch a, it, the, the way they did it was a theme park, and they went from section to section showing off their, their game. So instead of having an awkward developer come up on stage to talk about their game and not know what to do with their hands, like... They just kind of showed off all the games, and they had Pete Hines up there to talk a little bit um, because he's, you know, was he the head of Bethesda? Yeah, yeah. He, I don't know. He was one of the top people. He's one of the big dogs over in Bethesda, so like that's fine. He came in at the beginning and at the end. Um, so the first like twenty minutes of this press conference pretty much covered Doom, Fallout Four, um, Skyrim. So they announced that there's going to be Doom VR for the Vive. 
Uh, they also showed that there's also going to be VR for Fallout 4. Um, and then there's going to be more or VR for Skyrim. And they also announced um, add-ons for the Elder Scrolls Online. Now, I was very underwhelmed with the start of this conference because we got Me too. 25 minutes of the same thing they've been showing off. Like, do we really need to see more Skyrim stuff? <laughs> no. No. Pretty tired. Like, <laughs> like at the end with their press conference, like how they kind of summed up why they kind of had everything the way it is. Like, it made sense, but at the same time, like, do I? We don't need to see more Fallout Four, more Skyrim, more Doom, more at least Elder Fallout Scrolls. Fallout Four is like recent, semi-recent. <laughs> yeah, but you, I dislike that game. Why well, so. I know it's far better than you give it credit for. Ah, uh... <laughs> Corey, what do you what do you think? Uh, what, Dan, what, what do you quan- think? What, more importantly, what was the exact quandary? <laughs> Eric thinks I don't give Fallout Four enough credit. I'm struggling to see where you would give any credit. <laughs> I I like I Fallout mean, Four, so screw you guys. Far superior to three. Oh no! Well. I mean, in some ways, yeah. Gameplay, but... gameplay okay. wise, whoa, three, whoa. three was also like pretty, like at the time, pretty impressive. If you could bore your way through the opening, oh, that was the best was, part. It was like an hour. It wasn't even that bad. It's so long for something like that. Oh God, <laughs> no, you it pass isn't. Out and sleep. I feel like you're more willing now to give an hour of a time to a game than, <laughs> than no, before. No, definitely not. But we're know. off the rails here. Let's go back. <laughs> I want to keep having this discussion. There was two really good parts of Fallout 4. One of them was Nick Valentine. Yep. And the other one was when your father's scolding you on the roof. That was a great scene. If we were doing best game moments that year, um, that easily would have won because that scene was awesome. I was trembling. There Me too. I was. Really good scenes on there. there. I was actually afraid. I will say, Eric, I do like the. I liked Fallout 4 story a lot. I think it was the best story out of all of the Fallout games, but I just didn't like everything else about it. Yeah, but anyway, moving on. They showed off Elder Scrolls Legends by, guess what? Skyrim expansions called Heroes of Skyrim. Fuck yeah. <laughs> um, and then we got Skyrim on Switch. Yeah. With Amiibo support, Link. I honestly, I think if they released skyrim like around now it would do a lot better than if they release it in the fall like there's gonna be so many more switch games to play yeah i don't think it's gonna sell that well but if it came out because there's still light in the library i think it would have sold better if it had been an early title well who well who's gonna buy skyrim on the switch in the fall like as you just said i don't know like i i I really like I was really, really underwhelmed for the first half, more than half of this conference because of that. Uh, as I keep saying, like, how much more do we need to trot out these same three or four IPs that they've been... Like, Doom, like, I don't want to see more Doom. I didn't even really particularly like the most recent one, which is it's in the minority. Oh, but, yeah. Jesus, well, that game's awesome. <laughs> I, I'm, I give it credit. I just didn't want to ever play it. I still have to play that. It's, it's so hard good. to It's hard to get excited, too, for a card game things yeah it, it, during an e3 press conference because it's like it's a, it, it's a card game you know you want to see eye candy and card games are not eye candy 
I'd rather see something like Anthem than a card game. Yeah. You know, something that might not pan out. But uh, so yeah, Skyrim on Switch, Amiibo support, Link. Uh, they showed off basically that you can wear Link's tunic and have the Master Sword, uh, the Hylian shield, all that cool stuff, which is kind of cool. Um, but like I said, I'm not gonna get it on Switch, so it kind of means nothing to me. And then we saw a little bit of a trailer for a game that we weren't sure what it was. I kind of figured out what it was like midway through, but it was for The Evil Within 2. Um, and it's coming Friday the 13th in October, which is pretty cool. I wasn't too big on the first Evil Within. I only played like 30 minutes of it. I usually don't like horror games either. So uh, this really didn't pique my interest, but I know this is kind of like a... Uh, a cult classic a little bit at this point for people. Well, it's not really a classic, but it was a, a cult hit with people. Any interest in The Evil Within 2? Too scary. Too scary? Yep. Big pussy. <laughs> it, I'm interested. It's probably not one I'll buy, but maybe maybe someday on a sale or part of a Humble Bundle I'll get it and give it a shot. Mm-hmm. Only because I didn't our, play the first one. Resident Horror game. Yeah, I, li- yeah. I like scary games. Definitely. Um, and then after that, they showed off Quick Champions. Uh, it includes new maps, and they said a familiar face, which I didn't. I never played a Quick, so I don't really have any idea who it was. But I kept falling asleep during this part. Yeah, Quick Champions part. If you're not into like that Unreal Tournament esque esque fighting, then kind of not very interesting. And especially getting bored to death by the first half of the conference with the same old hat. So yeah. Um. After that, they announced a new Dishonored DLC called Death of the Outsider for PS4, Xbox, and PC. It follows the story of... Hold on, let me bring it up. Um, the star both Dodd and Billy Lurk from the previous uh, Dishonored, which I don't really remember who these people were. That's why I wanted to replay the first one before I played the second one, but I just never got the opportunity. Just refresh, refresh my memory about the, the different characters. Oh, you know what? I think I know why we don't know, Dan, because it was part of the Knife of Dunwall expansion. Oh, yeah, I, don't see, I didn't think, play that. Yeah, we didn't play any of the DLC for that game. Oh. Um, so, yeah, that's cool. I still got to finish uh, the second Dishonored, too. So that's a game that ended up uh, passing me by, but it's coming out the 15th of September. And last but not least, Wolfenstein 2, the new Colossus, got announced and a release date for it now i don't know about you guys when you were watching the intro to this i don't know if any of you saw it uh, did you I, think I was, it was a new fallout no i didn't know what it was i was very confused because they showed a bunch of like old timey uh it, it looked like old timey tv shows like little snippets of it yeah like, what, what's going on and then i was like oh this is all german oh this must be wolfenstein sure okay enough. so, so That's how i figured it out I actually like the old timey stuff with the music and the TV shows. And then it looked like they were in a vault. And I was like, oh, my God, is Obsidian doing a new Fallout? That, oh. was, my, that was my thought. Man. Yeah. And I was I was like, I was fangirling for a moment. But <laughs> and I wasn't disappointed when they ended up showing the Nazi. Uh, no the swastikas on the arms of the soldiers. Because um, yeah. Wolfenstein's a pretty sweet game. The uh, New Order was amazing. Mm-hmm. So I never even I didn't play more than an hour of that, but I really missed out on it and I really liked it. So I'm thinking about going back and playing it. Uh, but the game will take place in Rosewell, New Orleans. 
and um, it's coming out October 27th. I highly recommend everybody watch some of the gameplay for it because yeah, it looks it awesome. looks sweet. I'm going to. I'm probably going to get that game. Yeah. Uh, the first one, one is on sale on PSN. I think it's still on sale right now for ten bucks. I think I'm going to buy it. It's mm-hmm. also on sale on Steam too. Steamy. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, like this is one of the games that I was most excited about uh, watching through it because the first you know, come... one was awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was. I I almost beat it, and I stopped playing it. And oh, that's my, right. When I put my new hard drive in my PS4, I lost my save. That's right. So, yeah. Oh that... yeah, I forgot that that happened to you actually. But I'm far enough out now where I feel like I can go back. Yeah, uh, but after that, P. Hines came back out and talked about how all of the things that we announced today are coming out this year. This year, yeah. Um, so I kind of get why they didn't show off anything past coming out this year. It made me wonder, new Elder Scrolls, like if uh, what's going on with that, you know? Maybe next year. That's what I was thinking. I'm thinking maybe it'll come out end of next year. Pull kind of like what Fallout 4 did. Yeah. I'm hoping for a stealth release, just like on a Friday. They'll say, "By the way, hey, Elder Scrolls Six is out." <laughs> you know, you know how insane that would be. That would be awesome. There's not enough of that. I I've always said musicians should do, should do that more often with albums because it doesn't happen enough, and every time it does it, people freak out and love it. So yeah, yeah. I think doing that with a game would be massive, and like it would get around. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, it would get around in half a second. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know why they got to do the whole pre-order route and to build hype and stuff like that. But but that was Bethesda's pretty underwhelming press conference, in my opinion. It was it was worth it to watch for the Wolfenstein stuff because, like I said, that that all that all was awesome. But yeah, Yeah. the rest you could have skipped the first five sixths of it and and not have missed (laughs) much. In my in in our opinions, I guess they definitely knew uh, what to show off last to yeah get people excited. Uh, yeah. PC gaming show. I'm not gonna really cover. There wasn't a lot there. Uh, a couple minor announcements, but the big one was uh, Age of Empires. It's getting a remaster, I guess. Uh, so that was that was interesting. I thought. Did you guys really? Yeah. Huh. That's pretty yeah, new, neat, actually. New, new animate, new animations, new graphics. I don't know if it's a complete overhaul or, uh, but yeah, that was that was the one thing from the PC gaming show that was I latched onto. The first one, yeah. Okay. I don't know if it was one or two or both or or what, but I don't think I've ever played the first one. Corey, Ubisoft. Are we on to Ubisoft, Dan? We are on to Ubisoft. Before I start, I have to admit, I didn't watch the press conference at all. I watched The Verge's Ubisoft press conference in eight minutes. Yeah, I watched a couple of those for ones <laughs> that I couldn't watch the whole thing of. And then I just took notes after that, because that's easier for me than sitting through an entire press conference. I can't even sit through a movie. I'm not going to sit through a press conference. Yeah. <laughs> By choice. Right. Uh, the first game, I think, I don't know, again, I'm not sure which order or anything, but one of the games, uh, they talked about and has caught my interest already is the Mario plus Rabbids kingdom battle. Yeah. And this was rumored. We had kind of heard a little bit about it and everybody was kind of, uh, hemming and hawing about it, you know, like, oh, ham fisting Rabbids with Mario and all that kind of stuff. But I was not expecting this, uh, turn-based role-playing game in the vein of an XCOM 
with a Mario skin on it. I think that sounds awesome. Yeah. Me too. I, and it does. It it, yeah, and it seems to get a little bit closer to uh, the Super NES Mario RPG, although I know it is not that, but uh, closer than I feel like Paper Mario has been of late to that. And I've always wanted that exactly at some point, but haven't yeah, gotten I, it yet. I'm down for, for this game. It's it's a buy for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, without, without question. And I had said to Eric while we were playing Rocket League earlier, like, I'm already thinking about when I'm going to buy another Nintendo Switch. Because um, this has really, really piqued my interest. Because it is a it is a Switch exclusive. Yeah. Um, the story set up, if you want to a little bit, know a little bit more, is that Mario is traveling to Princess Peach's castle and happens on a vortex that spits out a bunch of rabbits that destroy the Mushroom Kingdom. So it's Mario, Peach... Toad, or no, I'm sorry, Mario, Luigi, Peach, and Yoshi, and four heroic rabbits. That is your party, uh, and you go out to save the Mushroom Kingdom. Also includes two, includes two player local co op, which would be fun to play on mm-hmm. Switch with somebody. Um, releases worldwide August 29th, 2007. So that's right around the corner. Yeah, that's seven. Seventeen. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's what surprised me the most. Is Wait, it's, it's out this out, year? Yeah, yeah, two months. Yeah. Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> yeah, that that must be the Switch's big August release. Yeah, because they have one a month. That's awesome. Yeah. As I was watching gameplay for this and still watching it, I'm kind of happy you guys are all on board with it because I was like really excited for it. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's, it's awesome. like like Corey said, it's, it's like XCOM. And it's you're closer right. to that than anything else. You're right. It is a mix of XCOM and like Super Mario RPG, which people have been wanting for ever. Yeah. I don't know. We're all in. Yep. All in. Everybody's game. excited for this game. Game of the year. Most anticipated game of 2017. Mario Rabbids Kingdom Battle. <laughs> Then they showed a little bit of a more Assassin's Creed Origins. I don't think we need to go over that again. Uh, they also showed a clip of the Crew 2, which has an early 2018 release window. Still I wondering who asked for that. Big reveal. Yeah, not, not me. Um, the big reveal, though, I, I guess, in this press conference was that this game will include planes and boats. I don't think we knew that previously. So I don't know how that would work. Like... I don't know if I want planes and boats in my racing game because it makes it, it kind of feels like this is a racing game. Like how like they're so different to drive. How shitty is it? You know, that's just the <laughs> thought that goes through my head. But I know nothing about the crew, so I played the crew for a little while. It's good. But yeah, I don't see how boats and planes fit into it. I mean, I guess if you're doing like the Forza Horizon kind of thing where it's all sorts of, well, I guess that that's what the crew is, is exploration, right? Yeah, it's open world. It kind of makes sense. I don't know. I would just rather see cool cars, maybe like tanks and stuff. Some sort of mobile land vehicle. Mm-hmm. Um, you can sign up for the beta right now. www.thecrewgame.com slash beta. Mm-hmm. They showed a little bit of South Park, the fractured butthole. I don't know if they showed anything worth talking about because I didn't see it. They cut that portion out of my eight minute version of the Ubisoft press conference. But they did show the uh, South Park card 
CCG called South Park Phone Destroyer, <laughs> which releases October 17th, which is the same day as the Fractured Butthole. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how to feel about that. I, it's just another cash grab. I It feels like to me, but who knows? Sometimes these games can surprise you, like the Adventure Time, um, whatchamacallit, match game. That was kind of fun. We also saw a game called Transference, which is the VR project that Elijah Wood is acting in as a part of. Uh, not much to go on in the trailer, but I did do a trans. I did do a search for transference in Wikipedia, and this is what it said: Transference is a phenomenon characterized by unconscious redirection of feelings from one person to another. One definition of transference is the inappropriate repetition in the present of a relationship that was important in a person's childhood. I'll just skip ahead a little bit to the for instance because the, that didn't make sense to me until I read the for instance. One could mistrust somebody who resembles an ex-spouse in manners, voice, or external appearance, or be overly compliant to someone who resembles a childhood friend. That's what transference is. Mm -hmm. Makes sense? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That comes out spring 2018. Like you said, not, not, not much to go on. But. No, no, and I wasn't even really paying attention when Elijah Wood was giving his monologue. Um, it's just, I don't know. It didn't, nothing jumped out at me for that. But, I mean, it could be really interesting. Who knows? Uh, Skull and Bones. This is the game I was talking about earlier. It's uh, very much inspired, and admittedly so, by the Ubisoft team, by Black Flag. Uh, it's the pirate, Pirates on the High Seas portion of Black Flag in a game. Um a shared online space is how they phrased it. So you can go solo or you can ally up to with up to five pirate buddies and do your thing. Do your plundering. You collect ships. You equip your ships with weapons. The whole thing. Looked much more photorealistic than Sea of Thieves. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for some reason that just appealed to me a little bit more. And they also mentioned something along the lines of breaking it up into seasons. So I imagine there's some sort of competitive plundering going on. Mm. And they that said the nice. gameplay they said the gameplay we saw was pre-alpha, but I thought it looked pretty nice. It does Skull nice. and Bones, you said, right? Skull and Bones, yes. That comes out fall 2018 for PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Hang on, I just want to get Scott Allen Bones going up in the live stream here. Yeah, it looks awesome. Yeah, I thought it was cool. I was very, like, every clip I saw from E3, I was very excited by the games. Even ones I'm not normally, like shooters and even, like, sports stuff. I think it's just because I haven't been playing very much. So just to see all this stuff gets me, gets me giddy here, again. Same. Yeah. Um. Then they did the little dance number to announce Just Dance 2018. They have yeah. to do that every year. God, every yeah. year they do that shit. <laughs> well, speaking of every year, uh, no Aisha Tyler this year, which I was very happy. As much, you know, I don't, I don't mind Aisha Tyler, but some of her jokes and bits on the Ubisoft press conference stage were cringeworthy. How dare you? Well, it's kind of refreshing to not have her there. Um... Let's see. I talked about that. Starlink Battle for Atlas. Dan, did you see this game? I did. This is the Toys to Life space shooter. 
mm-hmm. wherein you get your physical version of the spaceship and it attaches to your controller and you can buy like add-ons, physical add-ons for your parts, spaceship. Parts for your spaceship. Yeah, and uh, digital ones as well. And I imagine it's the type of thing where if you get like a cool part for one part of your ship, then that exists in the digital portion of the game too. Is that accurate? I don't know. Yeah. That's what it sounded like to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but that game I thought looked pretty cool. And this is kind of what I've been waiting for. Like, I like the idea of toys to life, but I want it to be more, something I can iterate on, you know, yeah, some, something, something more grow. deep than. Right. Than yeah. the Skylanders uh, mm-hmm. and the Amiibos and stuff like that. So I think this has the potential to be pretty cool. Uh, comes out fall 2018 for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. Uh, then we saw the steep add-on called Road to the Olympics, which adds the Olympics to steep, uh, including events like races. And that comes out December 5th of this year. Do we have Winter Olympics this year? 2018? February or whatever? Yeah, to yeah. 2018. Wow. Crazy, right? quick. Holy crap. I feel like we were just watching the last... TJ Oshi. Yeah. Oh, don't worry. We won't this year. TJ Sochi. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just am- amateurs. Binghamton Senators out there skating around. <laughs> Not whoa, even. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Binghamton Devils. Sorry. Binghamton Rumble Devils. Ponies. Binghamton Rumble Ponies. Uh, we saw a little bit more of Far Cry 5. I think we talked a good enough amount about that last week. Um, and then they brought out Beyond Good and Evil 2, which people were really excited about. Uh, it takes place before the original game. And I didn't see this, but apparently the the game creator, who also created Rayman, came to the stage in tears. He was so excited to talk about it. Did, did you guys see that? I heard, I heard about it and didn't see it. You gotta love that that little show yeah. of emotion. Uh, it's like the guy that the Yarny guy. Mm-hmm. Remember he was so nervous. And oh shaking. yeah, Yarny. <laughs> yeah, it's endearing. Does anybody know about Beyond Good and Evil? Because people are really excited about this, and I know nothing about that game. I didn't play the first one, and I know I knew very little about it. I have it on backwards compatibility. Yeah, I have it too. It was free. Um, it sounds cool. Apparently, this one has more traditional role playing elements. I have nothing to compare that to, though, so I can't help with that. But you start at the bottom of a social system, and you work your way up and gain spacecraft and crew members, and then you visit planets with different sorts of societies and stuff like that. It sounds really That's bizarre. Freaking awesome. Yeah. Uh, no release window, though, or target platform for that. So it's probably still a ways out, but it looks cool. It sounds cool. Uh, it kind of makes me want to go back and try Beyond Good and Evil. The first yeah. one? I'm going to at some point. I keep saying that, but it's on my list. Yeah. Uh, and that's all I had for Ubisoft. I don't know if I missed anything. I apologize, but I think I at least hit the big stuff. Yeah, well, that's pretty much it. Cool. Okay. Eric, Sony. Oh, boy, it's my turn. All right. So Sony let off. And again, uh, as with everybody else, I didn't. I actually did catch most of this. I missed the first 15 minutes or so. You, you um, missed all the technical difficulties they were having. Yeah, apparently. Uh, but I did go back and watch the trailers for the games that I missed. So I think mm-hmm. I caught everything. Um, so they let off with a new trailer for the Uncharted DLC called The Lost Legacy. Um, 
It looks really cool to me. I'm probably going to end up getting it. It's uh, It features Chloe Frazier as the main treasure hunter, and she teams up with Nadine uh, from Uncharted 4. Um, the trailer's really cool. I mean, just, you know, fantastic action sequences, and I think the two characters are, are the two lead characters are really interesting, so. I thought I was looking at uh, the next Tomb Raider game, because there was no audio. <laughs> I couldn't tell what was going on, really. Oh, okay. Uh, so I thought I thought it was Tomb Raider, but yeah, no, I'm, pro- I'm probably going to get this. Uh, it's you know the Uncharted games are are just very well made. Uh, my issues with Uncharted Four have nothing to do with the gameplay and and things of that nature. So I'll, I'll almost definitely be getting that. Um, then they announced new DLC for Horizon D- Zero Dawn called the Frozen Wilds. Uh, from what I gathered from the trailer, there's a lot of snow, Will. Yes. Yeah, a lot of snow and a big mountain that um, Aloy wants to go explore. And see, she said she was looking for answers at the big mountain. So there's this gigantic like, volcanic thing with like electricity storms and fire going on at the top of it. Ooh. And obviously, big robot dinos. Uh, it just looks like more awesome Horizon. That game's amazing, so... Um, I don't know if I'll buy it cause I don't ordinarily buy DLC. I, I still need to finish horizon. I need to make sure that I do that before the end of the year. Um, but I'll go back at some point. Anybody else, uh, see this? Mm-hmm. What'd you think? I, I watched the entire, entire press conference. It looks good. Oh, you did. What'd you yeah. think of uncharted? Yeah. Like I said, I thought it was tomb Raider, so it yeah. looked good. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> Then they moved on to Days Gone, which uh, I think they did. They debut that at uh, E3 last year. Or was it PSX? It was last, last year's year. E3. Yeah. Okay. Um, I should say no. No release. Da- there are release dates. Uncharted: The Lost Legacy comes out on August 22nd, so that's very soon. Uh, I don't know if they had a release date for Horizon Zero Dawn. Apologies. It was by the I'm end sure of. The, I think it was in the fall. Okay. So that's kind of their fall thing this year, probably. Um, Days Gone, I believe they said early next year, which seemed to be the theme for most of their games. Um, so they showed a trailer with some gameplay from Days Gone, uh, which last year's E3, basically all we really saw was uh, a couple guys kind of wandering wandering around in the uh, aftermath of a zombie apocalypse, of course. And then a giant horde of zombies chasing what seemed to be the main character. So in this this trailer, they showed some more gameplay as far as like combat, um, some stealth, setting traps, and uh, using the zombies to your advantage to like cause a distraction, and those kind of things. Um, I actually uh, got me a little more interested in this game than I was. And I think the the motorcycle aspect of it is kind of cool for whatever reason. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I thought it looked. I thought it looked interesting. It's it's one of those games where uh, you can kind of problem solve. You can uh, approach the the objective a bunch of different ways, and I I like that in games. So that's the impression that I got from from the trailer that I saw here. Yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm definitely interested in that. And like I said, I believe that is a 2018 release for Days Gone. Uh, next up was Monster Hunter World, also early 2018, coming to PS4. Xbox One, and at some point, PC. Um, but the consoles are coming first. Uh, very interested in this game after yeah. watching the trailer. I think this this could be a lot of fun. And, and, Dan, I don't know if you know, I didn't have a chance to look. Is this the kind of thing where we could go on hunts together? Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I mean, it's Mo- Monster Hunter. Oh man, that yeah, it, it looks awesome. I mean, just epic monsters and these amazing looking worlds with a lot of forest and things of that nature. It's just it's it's what you'd expect from Monster Hunter. You saw some cooking at the end of the the trailer. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that game looks really cool. Um, and then one that I'm actually really, really excited for, um, the Shadow of the Colossus is getting a remake for PS4, and it's getting like a, a, a full-on remake, not just like, you know, a little graphical update. It looks amazing. Mm-hmm. If you haven't watched the trailer for it, I highly recommend you do so. Uh, I don't know when the first one came out. It's it a PS2 game. Yeah. 2007. Yeah. 2007, so it's been 10 years. I, that's a guess. I don't, I don't know. I think no, it was before that. Wasn't it just last week where I said, boy, that game does not hold up at all, watching <laughs> gameplay? 2005. 2005. Yeah, but uh, Shadow of the Colossus is one of those cult hits uh, from Sony back in the day, and the, the remake just looks amazing. Giant monsters that you have to kind of figure out how to traverse up them to kill them. Um, just kind of like a crazy fantasy world with all these giant beasts it's it's a really cool concept i will be purchasing that one for sure uh, i think that one they said 2018 as well so a lot of 2018s uh next up was a uh, look at call of duty world war Two. um i'm actually really looking forward to this game after watching the the trailer for it yeah i'm sold yeah, and I've heard good things. I think it was Ryan McCaffrey, who's an Xbox guy. Uh, he does Xbox uh, Podcasts Unlocked. And he's, he tweeted today that he got to see this game and uh, play some of the multiplayer. And he said it's the first Call of Duty he's been excited for in years. So I think Thank that's God. a good sign. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the trailer's really cool. I mean, you know, all the action you'd come to expect from a Call of Duty game, but like, the weapon sounds uh, really stood out to me, and the way mm-hmm. the guns fired. I always liked that, too. Um, so that's out November 3rd. Man, November, early November. Sounds like a shit show <laughs> as far as games coming out. Um, next was the, the uh, PSVR reel. I'm not going to talk about it because I picked up my phone at that point because I was bored to tears with all of it. Yeah, I've pretty much completely lost interest in any of this stuff. The only one that kind of caught my attention was called the Inpatient. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looked like some sort of weird psychological thing going on where you're a patient, basically. And I don't know. It looked very interesting. Probably too scary for me to play. But uh, check that one out if you have a PSVR headset. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they were on to God of War which got a release window of early 2018 again. So, uh, you know, pretty safe to assume a couple of these games are going to get pushed to later in 2018. Uh, but the new God of War looks fucking awesome. Yes, it does. I mean, that that's probably the one that I'm most looking forward to. Mm-hmm. From Sony, and, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Oh, man, just like the, the monsters in it and the combat is just so brutal. It's just, it looks amazing. Um, next up, another one I'm very excited for, uh, from the makers of heavy rain is Detroit. And, uh, so you, we found out in the trailer for this, you are playing a, an Android who's leading some sort of uprising, uh, with other androids, uh, to kind of 
break them out of the the chains that bind them, if if you will, in society. Um, but it'll have all the the features like Heavy Rain, where you'll make decisions and and things like that. So Heavy Rain is one of my favorite games of all time. So I'm really looking forward to Detroit. Anybody else see any of that? Mm-mm. Yeah. What'd you think? It looks great. Yeah. That would be that game would be right up my alley, I think. And then, last but not least, Sony closed the show with um, Insomniac's Spider-Man, um, which I'm really excited for. I love Insomniac. Uh, they did, what they do? Uh, Sunset Overdrive and uh, Ratchet and Clank remake, I think, was, were both Insomniac. Um, so they've really be- become one of my favorite developers. Uh, but the Spider-Man trailer was really good i thought and uh, the combat looks very much in the style of the arkham games for batman uh which is a good thing because i I enjoyed that that uh fighting i don't know a lot about spider-man i don't know any of the villains or anything of that nature so i'm probably missing a lot of that as far as backstory goes but um i do enjoy playing superhero games um and like i said insomniac makes a good game so uh really looking forward to this one there were there were a lot of QTEs in it, which people get all bent out of shape about. I really could give a shit if there's QTEs in it. If it's done well, it's fine. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, like if um, it's not while you're running back, just trying to hit a hole in Madden. That that's bad. <laughs> but in like an action game, yeah, no, that, that they're fine. Uh, this one also uh, said 2018 release, so assuming none of these games get pushed to 2019, should be a pretty packed year for uh, Sony exclusives next year. Which is exciting. Uh, which one would you say you're most excited for, Dan? Um, probably God of War. That yeah. looked amazing. Um, that the whole uh, like mythology part of that too is is really interesting to me. So that 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 would probably be my pick. Yeah, like you said, the brutal the brutal combat. Um, I'm not that familiar with Kratos, but I think the whole um, father child dynamic yeah. is interesting in that game too. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that would, that would definitely be my pick. Yeah. I, I'm probably with you on that one. You forgot to mention that they showed some destiny Two stuff. I was going to mention that. <laughs> well, I mean, I only wanted to bring that up because <laughs> it, during the call of duty part and the destiny two part was when I started falling asleep. I hate when they show multi-platform stuff on the, on these. Um, I guess uh, we talked about it briefly. Um, but for me, like, you know, uh, destiny and, and call of duty, don't get me excited about the PlayStation. Platform, well, no, you know? but I mean, you understand why they have them. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. But I always, whenever there's multi-platform games in any of them, I just tune, I tune right out. Yeah. But anyway, overall, um, I thought it was good though. They, they, they showed some upcoming stuff and they did pretty much exactly it. what we said they were going to do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is a re you know, kind of a update on last year's E3 presentation. Yep. Which is fine because it's fine to me because it's not like they haven't had great games coming out. Yeah. So. Yeah, they're I'm not in. Wait. They're not in dire straits like Microsoft. Yeah. For something. Yeah. Um. I think that was pretty much all I wanted to touch on with with the Sony stuff, but uh, yeah, I thought it was it was good, aside from the VR shit. But they yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't have much interest in that either. The only thing I was interested in was one of my E3 predictions was that they were going to announce that it works on PC now. So I was like, ooh. But then, then they disappointed me. Mm-hmm. Eric, are you getting Destiny too? I don't know. I'd be honest. I'm not really sure. 
because it just looks like regular Destiny to me. It doesn't seem like there's much difference. Yeah, that's the same with me, but I'm not discounting the fact that I'm a sheep. Well, no, me either. It's uh, so Destiny's a game about bigger numbers, right? It's like the ultimate biggest number. Yeah. Second game. I like that though. Yeah. But I don't know. We'll we'll see. I mean. I don't play nearly as many games as I used to, so I, I really need to cut back on, on what I'm buying because it's just stupid. Same. Same with me. Um, I don't know. You know, it, and a lot of times it comes down to when it comes out and what mm-hmm. else is coming out, you know? Yeah. So That's we'll coming this fall where it's just jam-packed. Oh, probably not then. Yeah. I'll Maybe... probably wait. Wait until the, 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 uh, the entire collection comes out in three years. I probably like if the re- if it reviews super well and everybody's saying like yeah there's a lot of content in this game I might be more likely but I don't want them to pull what they did for Destiny the first one and then fill it in as they go yeah so it was pre- it was pretty barren at first it really was um, yeah because yeah. that's when I played it that's it for Sony all right Will Nintendo over oh. out. Yes, okay, Nintendo. Take us uh, home, baby. This is another one I didn't watch, so... It was only like 20, 20 minutes. I, 25 I, minutes. I worked. <laughs> the only one I watched was Bethesda. Okay. We had one job to do. One job. <laughs> How many did you watch, Corey? Yeah, I watched the one I needed to watch, damn it. I watched eight minutes of Ubisoft. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't want to hear it. No, I said we we had one job to do. Oh, I we included myself in that. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> I thought you were calling me out. <laughs> no. Uh, so they let off with Xenoblade 2. Uh, it gets another trailer, and they said that it'll be coming out this holiday. Um, nice. It looks pretty sweet, Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Yeah, it looks coming amazing. Coming out this holiday? Yep. Yeah. Man, Switch right. is going to have a killer holiday. Holy shit. Oh, wait, wait. It's confirmed for a holiday 2018 window. I was going to say. Damn. I thought that's... it was 2017. Originally, it was 2017. It was originally. Yeah. They moved it a year. Uh, let me read this Destructoid article. I was going to say, are you 100% sure? Because I was pretty it's clear. Con- Don't fuck up, Will. It's confirmed for a, quote, holiday 2018 window. Mm. Okay. Bullshit. Somebody want to fact check that? Or? I believe you. I thought that's what you were doing. <laughs> I didn't watch it. <laughs> I haven't heard that anywhere else. Uh, it might be. It might be a destructoid typo. Wikipedia still says Q4 2017. Yeah, I haven't seen 2018 anywhere. Let me I just. Don't ca- uh, I don't care. Let me just text Chris Carter real quick. He'll let me know. <laughs> be like, hey, you got? Is this legit or? Yeah, who's, who's I, Chris Carter. He's the He's main writer. Yeah. yeah. Will's name dropping over there. Yeah, so everybody's saying holiday 2017. So so we're going to assume that's what it is for now until we get further confirmation that it's 2018. Yeah. But anyway. Okay. Anyway, after that, they showed off a little trailer for a game simply called Kirby. Mm-hmm. Um. It's scheduled for a 2018 release on the Nintendo Switch, and it looks like a Kirby game with updated graphics. Um, what'd you guys think of? I don't. I've never honestly played a Kirby game, so I have really. Kirby Golf, I played. 
<laughs> that was awesome. Kirby's was Dream Course. Game. Yeah. It looks it, interesting. Yeah, like it looks good. But I also don't know if it's because I'm so like high on Switch right now that it's just like anything they show. No, I mean the Kirby, s- the Kirby games are, are well received. It's good to see a Kirby game coming out in the thick of it, though. Yeah. You know? Normally, Kirby's like the ga- the last game you get on a system. <laughs> Pushed aside. Because they just thought, I mean, I'd have to do one Kirby game this gen. So, um, But yeah, it kind of follows the old Mario template where like you go from world to world and go through the, the level. Um, yeah, it looks pretty cool. Uh, and then after that, the conference got, uh, I wouldn't say weird, but it got a little interesting because they announced a core RPG title for the Switch. And they showed literally nothing other than saying this is coming. And it makes me wonder if they kind of shoehorned that in there because of the outrage from them announcing the Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. You should say Pokemon. Oh, you, you said Pokemon. You mean the same way they did with Metroid. Yeah. Don't have yeah. That. Give me a minute. <laughs> I mean, people already know. It's not like. It's, well, you it's stole not a my crap. It's my... the, the same thing they did with that. You stole my thunder. But yeah, uh, they no, I announced have, I have... Metroid Prime 4. I absolutely think that those two are um, for that reason. Will the outrage? Yeah. Uh, from from people expecting a, a or you know thinking Nintendo's not gonna do a core Pokemon. Um, I think that that was probably shoehorned Wait, in there. I mean, with to let to, just to let people know we are working on a Pokemon. RPG. Did in, did anybody really not think we would get one though for the Switch? Yes. Like, really? Yes. yes. Oh yes. my god! Have you ever dealt with Nintendo? Well, with Metroid, yeah, like 100% could see them never, ever making another Metroid game because that's been... I'd an sooner odd... think we'd get a Metroid than a the Pokemon. Yeah, because yeah, Metroid really? Prime was on console. Well, yeah, because Pokemon has been on handhelds since Nintendo 64. I mean, there was Pokemon Pocket Tournament, but, I, you know, to, to get a legit... That's the first, like, console, quote-unquote, console uh, Pokemon RPG. Yeah, but Metroid... This is the same company that their big Metroid announcement was that Federation Force. No, I know, to... but but the Metroid Prime games were at least like big console releases, you know. See, in my mind, I had no doubt that they were actually going to do a Switch Pokemon because it just made too much sense for them to not do it at this well, point. Well, yeah, obviously. Well, yeah, but <laughs> how many other things have they not done when it made too much sense for them to do? Right. I stand corrected. You guys are right. <laughs> Completely right with that. So. I mean, that's coming. I don't know when in God's well, name. Well, I'm it. sorry. I just had to bring it up again. Think no further than the Splatoon 2 voice chat. What are we doing, guys? Is that is that more offensive than not including the charger in the new 3DS? I think the no charger is more offensive. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I, agree. I just want to make sure we all agree on that. <laughs> So yeah, Sorry. okay, you guys are you guys are right. <laughs> Nintendo just doesn't do anything that makes sense, but they did announce it. Who knows when either of these two will come out? Because uh, Met- Metroid, I think is didn't they say next year? I think they said 2018 for Metroid. Really? For yeah. Let me see. Uh, okay. The te- the teaser said now in development, but that could have oh, okay. been in development for. I don't know, whenever they developed the Switch alongside of it. But, yeah, I don't know. Um, no, the, the, I think those two were to alleviate the fears of Nintendo fans um, yeah. 
who don't didn't think there would be a Metroid and or Pokemon game coming. It's just to say, hey, we're this is, we're, we're working on them. So I guess the stream give us, mentioned give us some time. Well, I guess the stream mentioned next year for Pokemon. So. Okay, it was Pokemon. I knew one of them was supposed to come next year. So I mean, that's gonna be pretty sweet, honestly. Uh, Pokemon game for the Switch. I really hope they kind of go balls to the wall with it and not kind of make it like the handheld games. Like, yeah. I want the same, like, battling and everything like that, but, like, I want, like, a fully fleshed out 3D world where it yep. looks just, like, awesome. Absolutely. You know what game's going to be awesome on the Nintendo Switch? Skyrim? Mario Party. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a great platform for Mario Party. Isn't it weird that totally the Switch is making all of the old games like tired games like mario party like really interesting <laughs> i was yeah. i know i would i guess i was never tired of mario party because i didn't play too many it's always a good time yeah it's not tired like skyrim they should bring back stuff True. like mario strikers too, and Mar- mario Damn. baseball we're sitting here in the chat and i just said they need to package like mario golf strikers and tennis i forgot about baseball yeah, yeah. one package and jake said we'll just call it mario sports yeah like I would be so fucking excited for that. Even even uh, if it was the old games, they wouldn't even have to make new ones. They just I put don't the even, old yep. ones on there. I would shell out ungodly amount of money for a new Mario Strikers, to be honest. Oh, that game was so good. It really was. I actually got one of my friends to buy it so we could start playing it again. <laughs> I think I we lo- need the Mario Hockey. Yeah. Mario Hockey, yeah. I'm surprised that hasn't been a thing yet. I think it was rumored at one point. I think I it came like out. I remember reading an article. I, th- I think it came out in a sports package where they did like a a bunch of oh, games. Mario and Sonic get the Sochi Olympics. Yeah, yeah. I think that's where we got it. That's the first thing to come up when you type in Mario Hockey, which is disappointing. Um, the second one is Mario Lemieux, which makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> um. So the next thing they showed off was uh, Fire Emblem Warriors. It got new footage. Um, I don't think they showed off gameplay at the actual um, uh, E3 presentation that they did, nope. but they did end up showing gameplay for it later on. Yeah, the uh, Treehouse. It comes out this year, supposedly, and boy, does it look awesome, Dan. I don't know. Yeah. Are you this on board, fu- too, Corey? Fire Emblem Heroes? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Warriors. Yeah, I'll be getting that. I'm Warriors. psyched. They showed uh, they because they they did a uh, treehouse segment on it. It was like half an hour, forty five minutes or whatever, and uh, they showed playing a Xander on a horse. Yeah, it was awesome. Now this game, and they showed off the strategic elements to it too, because you can actually kind of control where your army goes. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Um, and like the weapon triangle is in there and everything like that. I think they looks like they did a really awesome job, but a lot of people are up in arms over it because of the roster. There's not enough. Someone's favorite random Fire Emblem character is not in it. They only had the ones from the original Fire Emblem, the original Awakening, and uh, the newest one. Who the fuck cares? Uh, Dang it! Not not the Echoes of Valen, whatever. Yeah, the one that the the one with the the three parts. The hell was that one called? Will. I, th- I don't remember the with, oh fates with, with, fates yeah thank yeah, you fates with nor and uh, yeah anyway but uh, this game looks awesome I'm and another thing is like a lot of these characters that people really want are probably gonna come in DLC yeah they'll definitely add more characters like they did with uh, Hyrule Warriors 
Well, the thing is, people have mentioned that, and they said that I shouldn't have to invest in DLC to play who I want. And to that, I say, if the game's good enough, why not? Also, well, not just here's that... the great news. You don't have to buy it if you don't want to play it. <laughs> there's That's that, the but great there's, news. there's also a shit ton of Fire Emblem characters. They're not going to put all... How, oh, fuck. 70, 80, 100? I don't know how many Fire Emblem characters that there are. There are there's a it, lot of them. This is what drives me nuts about gamers, is mm-hmm. that why does the developer's vision for their game have to fit everybody else's vision? Yeah. If you don't like what their vision is, again, the great news is you don't have, you to, buy don't have to buy it. Yeah. Well, a, a lot of people <laughs> were talking about how like the the Zelda one had a good representation of all of the Zelda games. And I'm like, well, there's a lot less Zelda games for them to include characters in as opposed to Fire Emblem. And God forbid they pick the characters from the two most successful Fire Emblems, which was yeah. the, fir- the most recent two. And yeah. then the roots of the series, which is the first one. Well, there's also fewer Zelda characters. I mean, you t- you're yeah. talking about Link, you're Zelda, Sheik. and then a handful, yeah, a handful of other side characters. There's, Tingle. I mean, how many how many characters are in Fire Emblem Fates? Oh my God, 30, I think I had 40? like yeah, thirty 50? to forty. <laughs> you're not gonna get everyone on there. So idiots. I got me all pissed off now, Will. <laughs> Believe me, I was so upset reading the comments because this game looks amazing and everybody's just like, whoa. Yeah, I'll be getting it. Yeah. Maybe I'll just go Switch exclusive from here out. (laughs) I don't believe Honestly, like, I'm I'm at the point now where because it's so goddamn convenient to play it, I'm like, (laughs) if there's something that comes out on PC and Switch, I depending on the frame rate, I might just get it for the Switch. Yeah. It's so much easier. I'm probably gonna end up getting Rocket League again. I'm not. I, I didn't even bring that up. I completely forgot about that. Oh, yeah. you were done? No. Uh, that was. Didn't they show that in that the was beginning? The that was. Tor- that was. Yeah, they showed it in a trailer, but they they made the announcement like later on in the. It was towards the end of the the presentation. Or there. Oh, yeah, it is. Correct. Okay. Um, we'll get to that, Eric. Hold on. We'll get to that. <laughs> I keep blowing up your spot, Will. No, you're good. Um, we saw some uh, Breath of the Wild DLC expansion pass. Uh, it's called the Master Trials, and it's coming June 30th. And the second pack, the Champions of Ballad, is dated for the holiday 2017. And yeah, it just shows off Link doing a bunch of. It looked like um, a little bit like shrine quests. Um, you know, like he went in, lost all of his gear, sort of thing. Um, he's fighting Golden Lionels and stuff like that. It was like pretty... the even even tide aisle where you kind of start with nothing and you yep. you build yourself up from there. Exactly. Uh, I mean, as I said last week, Breath of the Wild is going to be easily in my top five favorite games of all time. So I'm probably gonna get this DLC at some point if it's pretty good. Um, and then after that, we saw a Yoshi game coming to the Switch in 2018. Now it looks so pretty much kind of like. Um, what was that, Yoshi? Woolly World. Woolly World. Yeah. Uh, it looks a little bit like Woolly World. Papercraft. Yep. It The art it, style is very pleasing. It looks fantastic. And one of the most interesting things that I read later about this game was that the one side shows the you know the colors and stuff, but on the other side, you can see what all the characters are made out. So they're made out of like construction paper and milk cartons and stuff, and you can see on the other side like what they're actually made out of, which I th- oh. thought was awesome. Yeah, you're right. They're showing that right now because they're flipping back and forth. Yeah. 
See, Yoshi's the perfect um, character to do these kind of cutesy games with. Because I don't think it would work as well with uh, Paper Mache or whatever Mario. Yeah. Something well, about there Yoshi. Paper Mario. And that's a dumb game, Dan. <laughs> the older ones were good. Yeah. Uh, the next thing they showed off was more Amiibo for Breath of the Wild. They basically showed off the uh, champions from each uh, each race in the game. So the um, the Gorons, the um, I forgot the bird people, the Zoro domain people, and then the Gerudo Valley. Um, it was the heroes from the the Divine Beasts. Yeah, the heroes of the Divine Beasts. So there's more amiibo. I really actually thought the the bird amiibo looked pretty sweet. He was one of my favorite champions. Um, he looks a little bit like Falco, which is why. Um, to get you guys excited, well, mainly Eric and Corey, well, mainly Eric, but Rocket League to the Switch. Yeah, yeah. Like I said in the chat, the more places I can play Rocket League, the better. <laughs> now you can play Rocket League in the tub. There you have the it. Plop- on the plopper. Um, and Jake brought up a point that I had thought about in the chat. Um, maybe wait and see what the online situation is like. Mm-hmm. But uh, True, yeah. It's going to have cross-play with PC and Xbox One. Really? Yep. I like that they're doing that. Yeah. So do I. That's a good move, especially for people that, like, who knows how well it sells. I mean, it'll probably sell pretty well on the Switch, but... Like, if the servers are dead, like, you can still actually play online because you have two other thriving um, consoles to play people on. Yeah, yeah I, I got how... on the other day and there was, like, well over 100,000 people on PC. Oh, that's good it to was see. midday. Yeah. <laughs> Weekday midday. Yeah. Good. I like seeing that for them. Yeah, I, I wonder... didn't want to say it was over 200,000. I wonder if they're going to do, uh, uh, like, local multiplayer because i think that would be a lot of fun mm-hmm. that would be fun C- connect, oh, your switch, connect your switches oh, 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 so we could do two perfect. we could do two on two you know me and cory versus dana will well yep. that's not really fair but oh, that's fair. fair that's more than fair <laughs> bring it um anywho to be honest like i'll buy, i mean i'll probably get rocket league for the switch i probably oh, yeah. will too well, why not absolutely just download it digitally it's so it's, it's always there 20 bucks well spent. Exactly. Like I've always said, I'm happy to give those guys a purchase whenever I can. Mm-hmm. They definitely deserve it. Psionics is a... And they've supported the game so well, too. Oh, they really have. Like and they're getting Mario stuff. Yeah. That's another thing, the Mario cosmetic stuff. And who else, Who knows what else? Like, with yeah, all their other IPs. supposed to be Nintendo vehicles in it, too. Yeah, like... Oh, Shit. I don't know what specifically, but I mean, it would be awesome if they had like a Mario Kart on there. Oh, a speeder bike or a pipe frame. <laughs> yeah. Like... You know what came to mind first for me was the little uh, like Bowser teacup thing. Yeah. yeah. For <laughs> Bowser Jr. Yeah. Well, I still want to know more about the uh, the lore of Rocket League. Like, what are we watching? Are these people driving these cars? Are these little drone piloted cars? The yeah. Rocket League lore. You no, there was a. Oh, I'm there yeah, there was there's people interested in that. Yeah, yeah Corey apparently is one of them. It's it's I a am. big it's a big mystery. Corey, you should uh, head up Psionics to write their their stories for them. 
they were uh, it was a Reddit thread. People were talking about the people in the stands, and somebody made a comment about something. And my question was, but is that canon? And nobody reacted to my comment, which I thought was clever, but I can't well, remember specific the specifics. Um, I don't think anybody got it. No, it Reddit should. Clever. Yeah, it was <laughs> <laughs> your cleverness went above Reddit. Um, but last and not least, Mario Odyssey. This game looks amazing. Yes, it does. Can't fucking wait. Good uh, lord. Coming out October 27th, 2017. That's earlier than I thought it would. Same, yeah. I did not expect it to be that early, but... It it looks... I can't even explain it. It just looks so good. Like, Can't just, fucking wait. Just well, Mario going from ta- like town to the city and like... With his going hat. around, yeah, with his hat, going to the different sections of the game, going through electrical wires, and it just looks so good. Uh, you can play it co-op too, and the second player <gasps> controls the hat. Really? Yep. Oh, that's awesome! I'm Perfect. definitely gonna play that with my wife. That's great. Did you guys hear the song? No. Mm-mm. Yeah, okay. I did. All right. So there was a song that played when they went on intermission from the treehouse, and I was like, "Oh my god, this song is amazing!" Like, I need to know what it is. So. I, you know, on my phone, I listened to the to the to my tablet to try to figure out what the song was. Nothing was coming up. And I was like, God damn it. Uh, but later on, I I don't know, it was maybe Destructoid or something like that. You know, put the, the song. They're like, I cannot stop listening to the song. And it, it's the theme song from Mario Odyssey. Oh. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to play it? So it's pretty good. Just, just briefly. Oh, it's 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 so good. Roll it. It's same Roll thing. That like beautiful I, ha- bean footage, I have, man. haven't been able to stop listening to it. Oh, that airship's cool looking. I just think it's so cool. How you can throw your hat. Yeah. So this is playing in breaks from the treehouse. As I get a text. We're gonna get sued for this. Oh yeah, probably. Come but anyway, me. come at me, Nintendo. It's got Mar- Mario sound effects mixed in through it, so can't really get good. blood from a stone. Yeah, yeah that's, that's true. true. But I mean, how you can throw your hat on, you know, whatever, and become it, like a frog, or there was a T Rex in there. Ugh. Yeah, like, I don't know. Everything about this game gets me just super excited. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nintendo, like, if they I might release... even take a couple of days off for that one. <laughs> yeah, like, Why not? If, if Nintendo puts out a real sweet, like, Pokemon game for it, like, this console is going to be Oh, man, by the end amazing. of next year, can you imagine all the, the great games that could be on the Switch? I was telling my friends, and they're like, well they only have breath of the wild and i'm like oh you have no idea <laughs> only breath of the wild is still quite a bit i was gonna say like i played that game for like four months i'm surprised we didn't get a smash bros announcement i am too uh, to be honest with you they addressed it <laughs> did they oh they did they well they just said that they're they're listening and aware that people want smash brothers oh. uh, so we'll probably end up getting that yeah oh. 
I think they didn't want to do too much because I, I feel like they're going to be releasing more Wii U games for the Switch. But I, I don't I don't think they wanted to focus their E3 stuff on that. They wanted to touch on new new things. Yeah, because I guess if they announced a couple of re-releases, people would be up in arms. Yeah. Instead so, of right now, everybody praising Nintendo's E3. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm I. To be honest, like if the right games get ported over, I'm ab- absolutely on board with getting them again, like a Smash. And, you know, they showed me a lot to get really excited for. I was close to getting Pokken Tournament for the Wii U. I'm glad so, I did. So, I mean, I don't, I don't, I'm not positive that I'll get it for the Switch, but um, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was not that interested in it, but I watched because they, for um for pocket tournament splatoon 2 and uh arms they had like esports tournaments and i watched the the one for pocket tournament and i was like wow this looks really interesting yeah so i don't know if i'm gonna get it but i was enthralled with the the tournament that they had for it yeah i have a hard time showing out 60 bucks for that one yeah i have the benefit of being able to play with my kids yeah yeah i'm in a in that boat now so um, little Pokemon side note today. Thought you guys would find it funny. I was driving to pick my wife up from work tonight, and I saw a license plate that said Snorlax. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yep. I've been using my Snorlax to fight gyms and Pokemon Go. You're still playing that? Yeah, it's a fire and ice tournament. I gotta get my Cyndaquils. Yep. Oh my god. I still play too. Yeah, you are one pathetic loser. <laughs> You're talking to the kid who <laughs> wants to live in a Pokemon world. Okay, I'm kidding. Anything else E3 we wanted to cover? What'd you guys think overall? I thought it was good, not great, not too many mind-boggling things, but yeah, solid. that was real, really solid. Yeah, almost all the way around. Yeah, oh, I, I don't know get... if anybody really shit the bed. EA did. Did they? Yeah. <laughs> EA, EA and Bethesda, I would say. Shit the bed. Well, um, at least... Yeah, but Bethesda at least had the Wolfenstein yeah. announcement, which is, is cool. Well, I think Bethesda was the closest. They just... They saved it with, with... For me, at least, with the Wolfenstein. But, like, at least EA had Anthem, which looked pretty crazy, and it was an yeah. IP, and then... A Way Out. A Way Out. Uh, there was another thing I thought they had that was pretty cool, but... Eric in the chat says Bethesda shit the bed. Yeah, there yeah, that's is. that. That's the one I would say is the closest. Aside from Wolfenstein, <laughs> that almost wasn't worth watching. Jake, uh, Jake has a question for Will. Mm-hmm. If you could have sex with one Pokemon, which one would it be? One Pokemon character. So I guess it includes the humans. Mm. Uh, well, I can't say a character because they're ten years old. Come on, Will Clefairy. We've talked about this, have we? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, what about uh, what's the the chicken on Team Rocket? Oh, Jesse. No, James. 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 Wait. I thought James was the guy. I think it's, it's got to be Jesse. It's Jesse. Yeah, it's Jesse. Yeah. Sorry. I don't know. Ooh, James. Yeah, the uh, the Poke Center nurse. Well, which Pokemon though, Will? Which one tickles your fancy? Wow, that's a tough question off the top of my head. Let me look at the roster and decide. Geo dude, the one that's a sheep. Mareep. 
<laughs> yes, that one. <laughs> but it's electric. That would be dangerous. Yeah, that's true. Tractor I don't know. Maybe Doug Golem. Trio will. Well, that here. way you can have a foursome. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you can cheat if you go to Google and search Pokemon porn. That might give you some help. Yeah. It's then you there. can really envision it. Uh, one sec. What, what is that? Rule 34? Is that what they call it? If it exists, there's porn about it? Yeah. <laughs> there you uh, go. Charizard. Charizard. Wow. Really? I don't know. I'm just looking at the most insane. I don't even know what I'm looking at. <laughs> Moving on. All right. Uh, nibble bits? We're not really doing nibble bits, are we? No. Ah, okay. Uh, how was your week, Corey? Uh, I was kind of hoping to take a pee break, but... We can, take a pee, we can take a pee break before we cover our weeks. I mean, we can do it now or later. It doesn't matter. Do it I now. just have to pee. Fuck it, we'll do it live. Yeah, we'll take a quick break. I'll take a quick break and be right back with our weeks, what we played, and feedback in just a minute. Welcome back, everyone. 308 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are now in our weeks. Corey, what'd you do? What did I do, Dan? Uh, yeah. Not much. I am going on the rare all-nighter. Uh, I did not sleep a wink. Well, that's not entirely true. I laid down at about 8 p.m. last night and woke up at 11 p.m. Uh, and then was up the rest of the night doing work. So you had a nap. I had a nap. A, l- a light nap. Yeah. So I'm not uh, t- entirely devoid of sleep, but yeah, so that's uh, that's where I'm at right now. Other than that, I don't really have much to talk about. Maybe it's the delirium speaking, but... Okay. Oh, you know what I did want to mention, though? I started uh, F is for Family Season 2 on Netflix. So did I. That show... <laughs> and I didn't think the first season was that funny. I I saw it had something, and there were parts that were really funny. But, like, I cannot stop laughing in the second season. So, Corey, after you texted me, I had some free time today to myself, and I went on Netflix while I was eating lunch, and I was like, oh, shit, maybe I'll turn this on while I'm having lunch. And I actually did finish the first season. So, um, I started watching the second season. I watched the first episode, and it was hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) And I fell asleep. um, I was tired, so I took a little snooze, so... I slept through the second and third episodes, so I have to go back and watch them. But yeah, the first one was great. I do that all the time, and then I have to figure out where I fell asleep yeah. at. And I'm like three episodes ahead. Yeah. Is is Bill Burr in that? Yeah, yeah. he's the main character. Okay. Because I, 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 I knew perfect. the name. Oh, my God. He's so funny. Oh, um, God. And it's, it's, it's great because, like, he, the dad, <laughs> he, uh, he lost his job at the airline. Mohegan Airlines. Mohegan Airlines, yeah. Yeah, and uh, so he's just like real bummed out about life and everything, and like people asking him about his job hunt and stuff like that, <laughs> just the stuff How that he's job says. hunt going, Frankie, poor yeah. thing. And then you go, "How are your fucking saggy tits going, you old lady?" <laughs> the the funny the charm of that show for me anyway is just how long they let scenes play out like it's yeah. way longer than anything you're used to and that's what makes it so funny nice i highly recommend it i really do especially season two if you can get through season one season two is is really funny mm-hmm. and it is on netflix yeah it's a netflix original 
Okay. Oh, also, another show I've been watching on Netflix, and I've talked about it before on here, but I don't know that any of you guys have watched it, is Love. Uh, Love Love is really good. It's dorky Paul Rust with, uh, what's her name, Jillian Jacobs? It's the actress, and they both live in California, and he is a tutor for a child actress. And she is, like, a recovering drug, sex, alcohol addict, uh, and they fall in love. And it's just their uh, relationship. But it's it's another one of those shows that, like, nothing really happens. It just kind of takes you through a snapshot of their days. Those are my favorite um, shows. It's really good. It's it's probably, like, it it's probably top five, like, favorite shows of all mm. time for me. <laughs> and I know it's not the best, but, like, personal favorites. Yeah. I'll have to check it out. Definitely check it out. All right. But that's it. it. Okay. What do you got, Eric? Oh, shit. Uh, let's see. I was not there last week because I went to New York. Uh, it was my mom's birthday. So we went and saw my mom, took her out to dinner, went and saw my in-laws and my nieces and nephews and all that good stuff. Uh, not too much to report. I did did see uh, former intern Tyler as well. Uh, nice. He's doing well. Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I really had too much else to uh, to talk about. Nothing eventful, really, on my trip. You stopped by here for like an hour, right? Yeah, yeah, Is I did. Yeah, I guess we talked about that. I did stop <laughs> at uh, Dan's house. Uh, met his new children that I had not met yet. I got to hold his baby for a while. Uh, I held. Which one was allowing me to hold? Marco. So Marco. Yeah. Yeah, my Milo uh, came to me for about five seconds and started screaming yeah um, he, he, yeah. He's, he's starting to get separation anxiety a little bit yeah. when you give him to someone else marco was just hanging out yep he's chill chill dude Chilling. except for today of course he screamed all day oh, but boy. even the best babies have those days <laughs> yeah it was, it was good to see everybody i'm hoping next time you come up you can come and hang for a while maybe we can do, get some gaming done oh man that'd be amazing yeah I don't know when that's going to be. But. Yeah, that was my thought, too. But hopefully we'll be next moving time. and all that shit. So I don't know. Yep. Now, then that'll lead me right into busy time at work. Mm-hmm. Winter. Ugh. Winter's coming. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think that, that's really it. Yeah, uh, I'll go next, I guess. Uh, yeah, Eric stopped by and it was uh, this weekend. Uh, for whatever reason, I picked to finally do our bathroom remodel. <laughs> Uh, it's been needing it for a while. It was, I don't know, it was just kind of gross, like the colors that we had in there and the, the decoration. It was just time to redo it. And uh, the main reason why I wanted to redo it was because the floor underneath, it, we had had a leak in our shower door. Uh, and I needed to rip all that out and put down new new flooring underneath and then new floor floor. Uh, but I ended up having to rip it all the way down to the subfloor. It was probably an inch and a half worth of old floors that I had to rip out. Um, so put that in the project at this point, is mostly done. I've got some finishing touches to do, but it came out nice. It looks really nice. Now we want to like redo the kitchen and all that fun stuff. So there's that, uh, hockey, I guess we can talk about hockey. Oh, um, yeah, my team ended up losing game six and losing the series to the penguins. Uh, it was a frustrating loss, but 
I kind of was expecting at that point, especially after the was the second period goal was disallowed. Oh. I was like, oh, the Penguins are going to win this. Yeah, I was just really upset to see them win. The fix is in. So it, it's over. Well, at least they'll be back next year. Hopefully. Uh, you know, it's such a crapshoot. That was my point a couple episodes ago, though. No, like, I think yeah. it, hockey is more unpredictable than yeah. the other sports, in sure. my opinion. Wait, Corey, you're saying that when the NBA has the same two teams competing in the final every year? <laughs> which I which I watched, by the way. I I did too. You know, I don't I give a fuck about the NBA, but I just I it's not that I couldn't sleep that night. I just didn't want to. Yeah. So I stayed up and I was watching this stupid game. Yeah. I don't know how anybody gives a fuck about the NBA. I have no idea. It like these it was like watching an all-star game. It, it, which, you know, might sound great, yeah. but yeah. it's not. Like, it's just hoisting up threes, and there's, there's no defense. It's just, like, dribbling up the court, throwing alley-oops up. It's just, it's such a, it's terrible. Yeah. that My manager at work started watching hockey this playoff, and he said he can't believe that it's not more popular and people are raving over the NBA playoffs because it's so bad. It's awful. What was that? What was the final series count in the in the championship? Uh, four one. one. Yeah, Golden four State. One. Golden State lost only one game in the playoff, and that was in the final. Ugh. And Cleveland had only lost one up until the final, right? Yeah, they lost in the their conference final to Boston. Ugh. Anyway, that's awful. Yeah. Yeah, but anywho, hockey. Yeah, yeah. We'll be Predators doing a pond be hockey minus soon. Minus one coach. <laughs> yeah, we forgot to talk about that. I don't know if Will you knew that, but yeah, yeah. Uh, Sabers hired Phil Housley, who was the Predators' defense coach as their as their head coach. Uh, he was a great player back in the day. He played for he was drafted by the Sabers, uh, played for them for eight or nine years, I think, at the beginning of his career, and then bounced around to a few different teams. But um, I mean, he's part of the reason why our defense was so good was was him especially uh uh i think he's a good really good influence on on suban too which was yeah which was good um on the Lord defensive side the of sabers things. need some help on that d i was gonna say he will whip your d into shape i'm sure yeah so but yeah uh i'm excited for the off season see what happens it's gonna be really interesting with the with the the expansion draft and and all the the back backdoor deals and stuff that are gonna happen oh. so it's, the off season is gonna be fun to watch this year you guys should I get on the subreddit. My God, you should see some of the stuff that's swirling around right now because the expansion draft and like Montreal's losing its mind, obviously. Oh, I bet. They're, yeah, they're off to do. Yeah. Yeah. What's the, what's the problem? Oh, uh, they traded their top prospect for another player, and then they're shopping one of their future. I don't know if he's a star, but one of their good young players. Galchenyuk. Galchenyuk for a defenseman, which they traded away in the Druin trade. Sergachev? Yeah. Oh, wait, they, they did end up getting Druin? Yeah, they traded. Yeah. It was Sergachev and like a second for Druin and a fifth. Was that sixth. today? Today, sixth. Okay, because I was going to say, I tried to keep up on the trades and I missed that one, but if and, it was and, today, I wouldn't have, wouldn't have caught it. And then it's, oh, Galchenyuk's going to get traded because they needed a defenseman. Like, oh, well. <laughs> Almost as if you had one of the best defensive prospects in the NHL like a couple hours ago. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, at this point, I, I think it's safe to say that we fleeced fleeced uh, Montreal for Subban. Oh yeah, Weber. Oh, as, yeah. as as good as I still think Weber is, like I think we definitely got the the better of the trade. Yeah, I, everybody. The only reason why there was some doubt in that was because Weber had such a good start to the year, and Montreal had such a good start, and Nashville yeah. didn't. Yeah, he had 17 goals in the regular season, which is you can't can never count that out. Yeah, which most reasonable people knew that Nashville got the better of it early. They yeah. just played badly. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I think that's all I had to talk about for this Damn. week. Damn, yo. Well, I, I watched uh, the third period of that, the last game. Yeah. And uh, I was I just was wondering, just because I, I heard Hornquist's name get called out, and I was like, oh, yeah. shit, I think he used to play for the Predators. Yes, he did. I was wondering if that was, did that add to the heartbreak? Or... No, I mean, because I always liked Hornquist. I, of course, I hated him in this series because he's one of those players that stands around the front of the net and bumps into oh. the goalie all the time. <laughs> he's one of those guys, so I hated yeah. him. But, I, was, I mean, I'm, I'm happy to see him do well. He was... Actually, for the in the James Neal trade, he's those two players were traded for each other. So, uh, yeah, uh, no, I mean it was mostly heartbreaking because it was a, there was a minute and a half left when he scored his goal, and it was kind yeah. of a janky goal. So that was <laughs> that was the frustrating part of it. He also started the Swedish Civil War a couple times. Yeah, there's a lot of Swede on Swede violence <laughs> in the series because of all the Swedes on both teams. So, <laughs> yeah. That was, it was fun to watch. It, it was it was a fun fun series to watch though. I think it showcased uh, you know speed speed hockey really well, which was is nice to watch. Um, so yeah, th- yeah, I think I think honestly that they're a contender now on like without a doubt. The yeah, it, I mean I I think uh, Johansson and Fiala would have really really helped. Yeah, but for sure injuries are. Then again, you know Pittsburgh was out without Chris Letang. So their defense was... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but we'll see. Will, what do you got? The only thing I wanted to bring up is I started playing tennis recently. Nice. Yeah. uh, Join a country club? Well, if I had any money to join a country club, I probably would, but... I kind of realized I hate doing cardio at the gym. Like it just keeps me there longer and it's 30 minutes and like it's miserable and I'm just staring off at the pretty much the numbers until I hit 30 minutes and then I get off. Um, so I just, me and my friends started playing tennis to like make up for that. So we figured like doing an hour of cardio while doing tennis would be way more fun. And boy, it's playing tennis a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, we didn't start off as bad as I thought we would. Um, there are times, though, like a lot of the times we give up points because we just like suck and hit the net or like overhead it and stuff like that because it is pretty tricky to play. Um, and like we're not very good at serving to the opposite quadrant mm-hmm. yet. But overall, like it's a ton of fun and it's a good way to, you know, get a little bit more cardio in. So I've been doing that this week on top of working. It's a good life sport too. Yeah, it really is. It's like instead of like playing baseball like we did through school, like we're playing tennis now because that's something we can do forever really and it's not hard to go to a tennis court. It's like we've played at Main End Well in Newark Valley, just like wherever we're at at the time. Mm-hmm. Corey is a former high school tennis star. Yeah, you want me to teach you some things? Corey, you played tennis? Indeed. 
Yeah. I knew you were a track guy. It's funny because the tennis players used to work out with the track team, which is how I went from tennis to track. Because I was like, oh, I'm really bad at tennis. <laughs> but I can keep up with these guys. I'll just, I'll start running. So that's what well, I did. No, I was, I was really bad at tennis, Will. I don't, uh, didn't don't you, be fooled. Didn't you have like the oldest, crappiest racket so everybody used to watch you play? Yeah, I had mom's. I don't even think it was a tennis racket. It was like a squash paddle or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> oh, dear. From like the 70s. It was a tennis racket, but it was just from the 70s. Did your coach ever say, hey, Corey, come on. What are you doing? He didn't take me seriously because I didn't take him seriously. So, okay. well, yeah. Corey wore mutual, the short shorts uh, and, the, and the wristbands and the headband. Corey was just there hearts. for the lifestyle. Oh, you, yeah. did, you did do that. I forgot. <laughs> wow. there for the yeah. lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. That's fun. Sarah Herko's dad brought uh, grilled food and candy to every one of our tennis. I don't even know what they call them. Tennis matches. Yeah, but it's like everybody plays it. Yeah, meet everybody plays everybody kind of thing. We were the last seed. So we played exhibitions um, often against the younger women. And we still lost pretty regularly. Corey, change the uh, video. It was fun, though. What do you want to watch? Anything but that. What is it? It's just the Predators losing over and over. Oh, I don't want to watch that, Corey. Corey well, I'm not you... watching it anyway, but... Ass. <laughs> red shirt at ass. <laughs> say that now, because Corey's wearing a red shirt. Yeah. All right, anything else, Will? Nah, nothing important. All right. Uh, what we played... Eric and Will, we'll start with you guys with your... I know you wanted to talk about your your Madden. You want to talk some Madden connected franchise? Yeah, boy, am I bad. Well, uh, let's back up. So <laughs> I had Will and I played this morning, but uh, I want to talk about my game before that. So I was playing my friend Vito, who is all in my division. He's the Dolphins leading the division. So he was four and two and I was two and four so it was, it was a big game if i was hoping to stay in any contention to uh win the division at some point uh so anyway he got up 14 nothing on me early and i was like oh boy it, this is gonna be tough and i couldn't stop him at all so then he threw an interception uh i scored i missed a field goal and an extra point somewhere along the way long story short it gets down to 45 seconds left i'm down seven I get the ball on probably, I think I had it on my own 25. So make one pass down the middle for a good gain, take a timeout, make another one for a big gain and spike the ball. So there's like nine, there's nine seconds left now. I was on a probably around the 50, something, somewhere in there. So nine seconds left and I sent my receiver on a go route, figuring, you know, I might as well. And I see he gets by the corner. The safety was still there, but I said, fuck it. I'm just going to throw it up and hopefully he catches it. Well, sure shit. He catches it for the touchdown. So I need the extra point to tie the game. I can't kick extra points in this game. Cannot do it. I miss more than I make. So I already knew I was going for two regardless for the win. And I got the two point conversion and it was fucking amazing. Nice. nice. Yes. So I won thirty six to thirty five. It was like I, my heart was racing. It yeah. was like that intense of a game. It was just back and forth. Uh, what it came down to was he threw two interceptions, and that's that's what it came down to. 
Um, I don't know if I had mentioned I ended up trading for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So, I mean, he's just so fucking good. Tearing it up. Um, so then this morning, Will and I played our game. Uh, it wasn't... I don't think anything really crazy happened. I ended up winning... You know what the score was? You won by like two touchdowns. Yeah. I won I by think... like 14. Yeah. But last time we played, it was 47 to 7. So this was a much better game. Not a lot happened this game, really. No, honestly. it was it was a pretty straightforward game. Well, I... my starting QB got hurt. Yeah. So I've been wheeling out the corpse of Matt Schaub. Matty Schaub, <laughs> slinging it around. And then I traded for Christian Hackenberg, so he's going to be taking the reins here next week. Yeah. Um, nice. I think, again, it came down to a couple interceptions, probably. Yeah, I I don't know what it is. I'm really terrible on uh, offense and defense, for that matter. But I just can't get anything going. So, I don't know. Um, and I know when I had – well, my line is bad. That's my main issue. My offensive line gets caved in almost every play. Uh, I, and can, Eric, I can uh, attest to that. And Eric has a Damakong Sioux, which doesn't make it any easier on me. Um, so basically, like, I'll drop back two steps and I'll just have a guy on me. So, like, I'm literally having to pass the ball right when I take my first step back if I'm going to be able to get anything going. Um so it's pretty frustrating, but like I said, Christian Hackenberg is going to lead the Patriots to the playoffs this this year. Oof. Um, now for d- does it continue like seasons? So you yeah. you do a draft and everything. Yeah, yeah. you draft awesome. some college players and or yeah, scout. Yeah, so like when I traded for Aaron Rodgers, I traded my first and second pick uh-huh. in the draft. So I don't. I've only been you scout college players throughout the weeks too. So I've only been scouting like third to sixth round players because I don't uh-huh. have any fucking draft picks, but well worth it. Um, yeah, it's it's fun. Yeah, it really is. I really enjoy it. It's a lot Madden, of fun. Madden is a shitty game, though. Yes, 100%. It's a shitty game. It's only fun because I'm doing it with friends. If I wasn't, I would have no interest because it's there's a lot of jank. Again, same with FIFA. There's just there's just a lot of janky stuff. Like Yeah. There's like input lag, and it's just uh, the kicking online is brutal for me because of the lag, and it's I don't know. Yeah, the playing with friends and like being in a group message to talk about like, yeah. the games is what makes it makes it fun. We're all in a group text and we trash talk each other and <laughs> talk about like who's playing this week and stuff like that. It's cool. Nice. But I am uh... by far the worst player in the league. <laughs> Our best player in the league finally lost. At a, man, it's so interesting, too, because I get really into looking at um, the stats for everybody. So I try to figure out, like, you know, how they play and things of that nature. And I literally will go in and scout. Like, I scouted Will this morning, um, even though I'd already scouted him from the last time we played. Like, how often he blitzes, how often he runs, and he stuff plays. like that. You probably saw a lot of blitzes, didn't you? Yeah, you blitz over sixty percent of the time. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, and all of you, it's it said most of your runs were to the outside. Yep. So, um, it's just it's it's interesting. I never thought I would really get like super into it like that, but here I am finding myself doing it. So, 
Nice. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a lot of fun. I recommend people if you have some friends to do it. Um, definitely play in the same division though. Yeah, that's what we did. We have two divisions going right now: uh, AFC East and NFC East. Um, we would probably look to expand with this year's Madden. I know Jake in the chat is interested, but um, uh, we'll be doing a fantasy draft. So which team you pick doesn't really make a difference. But um, what we'll probably do is look to see like which conferences or you know which divisions from the AFC are playing which divisions in the NFC, and that way we can all pr- play together. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'll be a good time. So. Yeah, that's my Madden talk for the week. All right. Anything else, Eric? Um, yes. Uh, I bought MLB The Show for um, PS4. Obviously, it's exclusive to PS4. Um, reason being, uh, Jeff and Showtime, who I do the uh, Madden League with, as well as uh, pro clubs on FIFA, they talked about doing a connected franchise on there just like we're doing with madden so we're going to be starting that this weekend i think um but we haven't done that yet so i've been playing road to the show i made a closing pitcher and you go through like um some drills and you can do a couple of like all-star games uh before the draft and i got drafted today 17th pick overall by the houston astros nice man yeah thank you thank you um yeah, so like I said, I made a closing pitcher. My only complaint right now is that it's too easy, but I think that's because I said I was a beginner at these games. Uh, okay. Um, so I think I'm probably going to turn up the difficulty because like I hadn't given up a hit and I had like 11 saves and my ERA was zero zero zero. So it was like you know, um, but it's such a good game. Like the presentation of it is just fucking awesome. And, you know, making your character and doing all the upgrades, you can upgrade like the velocity, the break of the ball, the control on the pitch. You can learn new pitches. It, it's it's just really cool. Um, Picking a closer was smart because you don't have to play that much. Too. Right. Do you, get to, it, do you get to skip like all the stuff you don't play? Yeah, you only play your part. Yeah, you can, you can do either way, which is nice. They put a lot of good options in there to make the games go faster, uh-huh. uh, which is great. Um, but they, they did end up trying me at starting pitcher <laughs> um so i've been a starting pitcher for two games now and uh it's gone it's it, it's gone well i haven't still haven't given up around i've given up a few hits but um it's it's a, such a good game like can't say enough good things about it if you guys need a blue jays player yeah if you want to play for sure I we're probably, doing al east i was gonna i figured you guys would be doing al yeah, east Jeff's doing Yankees. I'm going to do Orioles and Showtime's doing Red Sox. Perfect. I'll yeah. be the Blue Jays. Yeah. I just got to get my PS4 back. He's <laughs> <laughs> not paying any attention. No, he has no idea. <laughs> are you guys talking to me? Hey, your eyes are looking a little glossy, Corey. Oh, yeah. I've been awake for too long. 24 hours. 24 hours, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, Corey and I played Rocket League. I mean, not too much to talk about. We did pretty well. We did do well. I think we only lost a couple games. But I think... Coming into it. our own. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's always fun to get, get back and do that, you know? Yeah. It's one game we always go back to. Always. Mm-hmm. Okay. Corey, did you play anything? 
I played a little more Horizon Zero Dawn, that PlayStation game that everyone's raving about. <laughs> game's, game's really good. Kind of sucks because I forgot how to play, so I spent like the first hour of me playing it trying to remember everything. Because mm-hmm. um, there's kind of a lot that goes into uh, all the different things you can do, especially as it relates to combat and stuff. I forgot like my abilities and how to use them and how to scan the creatures and do weird things to them the robots robots Um, but i had a great time playing that game what a beautiful game too like wow it's awesome yeah aloy is a great great character um unfortunately like i said i think i just did one side quest in like the four hours that i played just because i was kind of reacquainting myself with the game Uh but uh i would i plan on playing more of it and and beating it but who knows if that'll work out i know will wants his playstation back at some point pretty soon actually yeah so we'll see uh we're actually pretty close to beating until dawn too okay good Oh, nice yeah uh i also played i haven't played this in a while but i forgot to talk about it last week more cosmic star heroin i think i have like six hours in it or maybe even more at this point eight hours maybe that game's really good but it it doesn't slow down it just moves at a like speed of light pace uh which i think is a good thing yeah because there's not much going on outside of the corridor it's kind of linear you know Uh and as much as they want to be a chrono trigger or any other of those classic role-playing games it's just missing like the side distractions um the characters are all really well done and I'm into the story and they do a lot of cool, uh, what's the word? Like vintage, like retro modern stuff with that art style that I think is really cool. Um, but yeah, it's just missing that extra layer. Like there's no, there is treasure to find, but it's like, if you take the left path, you get the treasure. If you take the right path, you continue down the corridor. You know, it's Mm -hmm. not, there's no creativity behind the exploration. There's very little benefit to doing it. Uh-huh. Um, but it, it's still a cool story, and I like the setting and all that stuff. So I do rec- still recommend it for you, Dan. I think you might like yeah. it, too. Yep. That's one I'm going to play on the Steam Link, I think. Yeah, that'd be a good one. It'd be a good one to have on the Switch. Uh, I think it's coming to Switch, now that you mention it. It is. I, I think we looked that up, didn't we? And yeah. it, was, it was one of the ones that was on there. Yep. Um, <laughs> I tried to play Dark Souls three again, but I just I don't know Dark Souls. I just don't like the Dark Souls games. <laughs> They're just not good games. I didn't. I never said that. I don't know. Well, word on the street is you were shitting on them pretty hard. I just said I will never probably play one, and if I do, it'll be Bloodborne. I can't imagine Will enjoying a Dark Souls game. That's what I said. I think you would. I don't think you would. You understood my points with it, though, right, Eric? I don't know what your points were. Yeah, but I... if you had told me, like, Sophie's brother loves Dark Souls, and I would have never expected him to enjoy that kind of game. Yeah. True. You know? Maybe. Every... I, I think you'd like Bloodborne better. It's a little yeah. quicker than the Dark Souls games. It's, it's a the, different atmosphere, too. That, yeah, the sure. atmosphere is what kind of sells me on that. I'm kind of more ambivalent on the other 
three Dark Soul games. Like, I don't know. Sure. Every now and again, I get the itch, Corey, to go back and play one of the Dark Dark Souls 2 or 3. Yeah. I made it about as far as I could in the first one um, without without having a lot of help. But it's good stuff. It is good stuff. I think that's it, though. I think that's that's all I played. All right. Will? Uh, honestly, nothing. I've just been playing Madden and uh, NHL. Uh-huh. I'm kind of gearing up to start Dragon Age Inquisition. Will and I, are, we've turned into bro gamers. <laughs> nice. It's right. weird. Like Once I beat Zelda, like I kind of was just like, oh, there's nowhere to go from here. Because you just sports. want more on your Switch? I just <laughs> That's I mean, what I want. Yeah, honestly. I've just been playing some Mario Kart here more and there, Switch too. Games. But I've got a lot of free time next week. I only work like three days, and it's just like five-hour shifts, so... That's when you should sink your teeth into Dragon Age. I think I might start it like Saturday. Did you yeah. play The Witcher? No, that's gonna be after Dragon Age because oh, Dragon Age man. Dragon Age won the the dreidel spin. Oh, I was gonna say you gotta just skip Dragon Age. <laughs> that's exactly what I said. Just play The Witcher. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna get do that, that bloody but... Baron quest. Oh my god. Well, I was gonna do that, but like I said, Dragon Age won the. Yeah. I don't remember what we did. What, what, what coin weight toss. does the dreidel hold? I don't. So uh, when I graduated high school, last my I one... checked, that wasn't your religion. I don't. No, it isn't. But when I graduated high school, my one friend purchased all <laughs> handmade dreidels for us, okay. and um, there's four symbols on it. There's two small symbols and then two larger symbols. So my one decision will be the smaller symbols, and my other. The other choice will be the larger symbols, and that's how I make my major life deci- decisions and choices. Oh, I think this time the dreidel was wrong. It could be. The dreidel has not always been right, but... Don't listen to them, a, Will. Let's go there's for room respin. for both games. There's room no, for there's both not. games. Corey, and that's bullshit. absolutely is. The Bloody you know, Baron is the, the only outstanding part of The Witcher 3. You bite your tongue, sir. But it's so good. You it's bite not your that good. It's oh, not... Bullshit. It's, it's good, but it's not like it's, it's not pretty shocking. Good. Yes, it is shocking. Come on, it is read a, shocking. Read a book. Read a book, you guys. <laughs> How dare you? I did start a new book. I forgot to tell you. I'll, you re- I'll wait till next week. Oh. I mean, good. I can. I will play both of them. Don't worry. Um, that's a lot of hours. Will read a book? He says. <laughs> yeah, that's too many hours, man. That's a lot of hours. That's why I'm saying he doesn't have time for both of those. Well, Will, here's the deal. If you don't like Dragon Age, you can just stop. That's what I was going to do for both of them, actually. Nobody's holding a gun, do you? Yeah, I mean, at least if you can experience some of both of them, that would probably be adequate. It's just I know Dragon Age is going to be on hold as soon as I get my PlayStation back. Yeah. Yep. So I'm hoping I can go through that in like a week or two. Sounds good. Anything okay. else, Will? Nah. All right. Uh, me didn't play that much. I played Mario Kart a lot. Uh, that's what I've been playing. But I also, I'm making a point to finish off Mass Effect within the next two weeks or so, hopefully. Um, I just finished off the plant, the planet with new Tuchanka, Corey. 
Mm-hmm. I can't remember the name of it now, of course, but it was good to get back into Mass Effect. It's Eladin, isn't it? Uh, Eladin, yeah, that sounds right. I think I have one more planet that I need to do uh, where I need to do everything, and then I'll continue story stuff again. But Nice. Yeah, it's good. It's a good game. Mm-hmm. Good, uh, I would say good, not great. Mm-hmm. So, all right, let's get into feedback, shall we? Boys, mm-hmm. I hate to do this to you. I really got to go to bed. I got to yeah, no problem. Like six thirty. No problemo. Sure. Good evening, gentlemen. Bye. Coward. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh come on. I still got to drive to the gym. Do you, Will, you should Google uh, Russian sleep experiment. Ooh, what's that? Just Google it. All right. Is it going to make me sleep better? Yeah. All right. Here we go. Wait, this is a creepypasta. (laughs) (laughs) All right, fine. Oh, that one's already done. Okay. So the first one is from Eric, who, uh, oh, wrote in last week. He said he's going to pick Grim Dawn Core. I don't know if you sent him that. Yeah. And I, you know, on Friday, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, oh, I should send uh, the game to Eric because it's Friday and who doesn't want a new video game on the weekend? And then I just totally forgot. So yeah. I apologize. Well, we're, we're stupid like that. So if we ever are slow on that, just remind us. Um, it probably will take a few reminders because we're slow and stupid, right? That is exactly what we are. Slow and stupid. <laughs> slow and stupid. Slow and uh, stupid he says, wins the race. It's been on my radar since it released, but I never got around to picking it up. I'll go listen to episode 246 now and see how you guys liked it. Thanks. On the last podcast, either Dan or Corey mentioned that the best entry in the Silent Hill series was the movie, and you are right. The games were never particularly fantastic, and they definitely haven't aged well at all. If you haven't played them yet, don't bother. I feel like I remember hearing that even the newer remastered versions are hardly playable. A fun question this week. What big plot twist in a game generally caught you off guard? I'll never forget the first time uh, through System Shock 2 back in the day and the realization that Janice Polito was being impersonated by Shodan the entire time absolutely floored me. Keep calm and podcast on Eric. Big plot twists. Probably the first thing that came into my head was in Bioshock Infinite with uh, Elizabeth and Booker. I was going to say Bioshock Infinite and the first Bioshock uh, were some pretty major plot twists for me. Yeah, really. Both really blew my mind. Mm Mm-hmm. We got Corey. Uh, well, Final Fantasy VII is the obvious one. Yeah, the the death of a certain character. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, a jo- in a genre, not even of that, game, but the as twist. genre of which one with Sephiroth? Yeah, when he found oh. out he wasn't human or whatever, and with Cloud, and Cloud was uh, yeah former uh, soldier, Shin- yeah Shinra soldier, whatever the or, phraseology is. Yeah. How about seeing Shadow with the Empire in Final Fantasy VI? That was kind yeah. of a big plot twist. Yeah. Yeah. Those, those are classics. Yeah, those are good two examples. Is there any, like, twists and tactics that were? 
Yeah, there's it all, there's plot or, twists. Or was oh, it yeah. all just dark and glum? It was no. that, but there was some there's some some plot twists. Like no. when Delita kills Ophelia. Yeah. Also when Dicadarg or Dicadarg or whatever kills his brother Solbag. The ending of Braid. I didn't, I didn't play Braid, believe it or not. Mm. Okay. That was real good. I actually uh, had this conversation. I, I know the twist. Yeah. Because I was uh, defending video games to somebody. Who was I talking to about that? Might have been at work. I can't remember. But people who don't play games, and I was talking about games as art, and I brought up Braid as, as an example, and I explained the, the way the mechanic is, how you can rewind time. And then at the end of the game, you rewind time only to realize that the woman you were chasing, trying to save this whole time, was actually running away from you <laughs> with somebody else. That's, that's so heartbreaking. Yeah. Heartbreaking. And now we have the witness. Yeah. Um, good stuff. That's a good question about twists. Is, nice to the old Republic. Oh dang it! There's so many of these that that I I'm I'm drawing blanks here. But Knights of the Old Republic was really good, both one and two. I gotta admit, both I'm, have a, I'm cheating here, twists. but no, that's good. I'm, no, because we should talk about some of these because I can't come up with anything on the spot usually. I keep seeing Call of Duty Four with uh, the nuke going off, and then at the end when um, the soldiers get shot on the bridge. Is that a twist, though. I guess. If you think about it, most Call of Duty games you end up like winning, and at the end everybody gets killed. Oh uh, yeah, I don't remember this from Earthbound. The big reveal is that your annoying neighbor Pokey is really a villain in league with Gygus. When Ness finally defeats Gygus, Pokey taunts Ness with a letter reading, "Come and get me, loser!" Spankity, spankity, spankity. <laughs> in the sequel, Mother Three, Pokey has become an immortal time traveler, and you thought your neighbors were jerks. Yeah. yeah. I remember, yep, that. I remember that. I played because I played Earthbound two years ago, maybe three years ago. Yeah, I yeah. played on the Wii U recently, so it's good stuff. Oh, we can't leave out Portal either. Portal's really good. I still have to play Portal too. Jake brings but, up The Last of Us too. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, all right, a lot of good ones. So, yeah, there are. I'm surprised. I'm impressed we were able to come up with so many, too. Okay. Uh, The next is from Alex, who says, Hello, athletes. So, funny thing happened. I left a feedback three weeks ago, and I thought it was skipped and would be read two weeks ago. And surprisingly, last week, you answered my feedback without actually reading my question. So, it all works Hmm. out. Do you remember what that was? I'm surprised we missed it. I'm not. Well, I'm not not really surprised either. It happens on occasion. We miss a feedback. (laughs) Again, it's not stupid. it's not because we don't want to read it. It's because we just we're just stupid. Yeah, we are so literally stupid. Stupid. Yeah, stupid. No. stupid so if that happens again, just let us know again that we that we missed one of your feedback. So we we keep them all in a in a feedback folder in our Gmail. So it's they're there. We just for whatever reason missed it. Uh, so it all works out. I hope Eric is enjoying. Hello from the Magic Tavern. And I found two podcasts you guys should check out the first is history respond which is about the influence of history in video games and the hosts interview scholars oh that's cool uh and the second is top score which is a classical npr station that looks at the original scores of video games 
Lastly, E3 was kind of disappointing this year. Nintendo actually had the most surprising presentation. It was also the shortest, which goes to show you don't need one to two hours to impress a crowd. Have a great week, Alex. Yeah, I agree. Um, For me, the worst press conferences were always when the, you know, the corporate heads were out there talking. Um, I never liked that sort of thing. I always preferred to see the actual, especially in a, in a, such a visual medium, like video games, like you, you want to see what's going on and, and not have someone talk at you about what's going on, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's, that's one of the reasons why I was, was always drawn to the Nintendo directs. Cause, um, it was just a, sh- a short, concise, you know, whatever, 20, 25, 30 minutes showed everything they needed to do. Uh, they also, you know, have some, some funny bits usually, which is why, like Will said, I, I, didn't hate the Bethesda one as much as I could have because it was kind of the same thing. It was very Nintendo. Yeah. Nintendo. Uh, even PlayStations, I felt like, moved right along and didn't have a lot of corporate heads talking during it. So, yeah. Definitely prefer that sort of thing. Uh, yeah. I, uh, I, too, have been listening to Hello from the Magic Tavern. And? It's good. It's funny. Yeah. It's a good... Uh, passive podcast you don't really have to pay attention because i'm pretty sure they're just improving the whole time oh nice oh that's impressive they might have like a rough sketch of where they want it to i don't even think they have that to be honest i think they just sit down and, <laughs> and go that's awesome someday someday i'll listen to it all right so that was alex's feedback the next is from ryan who says oh, this is ryan in iowa Says, hey fellas, real quick, I just wanted to mention the games that tickled my feels spots for the for most of the C3. Number five is Detroit Become Human. This game won't be out for a while because if it was soon, they would have dropped a date at this point. But go ahead and make a classic like Heavy Rain and take your time. Quantic, quantic Dream. It looks very good thus far. State of Decay 2. The only Xbox exclusive I'm super hyped for, I think I put roughly 110 hours into the previous one, and the final DLC was basically stated to K1.5 and really improved the game. Uh, This looks great and a more similar style to the first one. Uh, Number three, Assassin's Creed Origins. This is created by the same crew that did Black Flag. So y'all like that, and hopefully I won't have to talk y'all into this one much. I hope you get it and 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 dabble at least. Sorry, Will, no snow region in this one, but if you need that for your field spot, go do Horizon sometime soon. As a resident, resident Assassin's Creed lover and sometimes apologist, this is a must, and the gameplay was all over E3. It looks like a massive region and a whole country as well. Lucky for but, you, I'm sold already. <laughs> and like I said, I've always been sold. It's all, it just comes down to the controls. If the controls are shitty... Like uh, Assassin's Creed 3 and even Black Flag, I thought the controls were bad. Um, it was saved by the pirate stuff, but. They're going to have a bad time. Yeah. Number two, Skull and Bones. A new IP is always good, and this is basically Black Flag 2. If you like Black Flag, you need to do this as well. The graphics popped perfectly, and the gameplay looked on point. I'm excited, although it might be a while. Then, number one, Shadow of War. That's uh, the Middle Earth game. By far the game I'm most excited for this year. A ton of great gameplay this week and a Nemesis system that is beefed up and looks amazing. I still can't believe why no other games haven't included the Nemesis system in their game is beyond me. I'm very excited and going to buy this day one uh, and probably replace the first one to, on my favorite top ten list. Honorable mentions, Anthem, Horizon Zero Dawn, Frozen Wilds, Shadow of the Colossus, and Days Gone. 
Dan, congrats to your Preds for getting so far. Hell of a season for them. I think you guys lose Yarn Croak to the expansion draft, though. I'm hoping you guys cover some Vegas stuff on the hockey podcast. Reach out to me if you want some insight. That's pretty much all I've been reading lately. I can always call in and talk your ears off about it. I'm ordering a Vegas hat soon, and they might be my girlfriend team for a few years. So I hope your E3 like wasn't a dud like some other outlets cried about. Thanks again, fellas, Ryan and Iowa. Vegas girlfriend team. I like, I like that, that. Yeah, it's awesome. I'm on board. I'm on board with that. We're going to be doing, I don't know when. I was going to say let's do it tonight, but it's already really late. So maybe, I don't know, Saturday we can do the cup recap, go over trades, talk a little expansion draft. At least Dan. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm always re- willing <laughs> to be on. Yeah, I don't know. I'll let you know. But yeah, by, by all means, you guys go ahead at any time. Oh, don't worry. We've been keeping it alive. <laughs> I appreciate it. All right. So that was from Ryan. This is from Jake, who says, Hey, guys, I guess E3 was pretty cool, but I wasn't that impressed by this one like I have been in the past. First, EA, I'm not sure about having a story mode in Madden. The Battlefront 2 looked pretty cool. Xbox had a good conference, but I'm not fond of the Xbox One name because it will confuse the non-cool parents and grandparents that don't know gaming. I do think Xbox had the better better conference, but they didn't focus on some of the cool games that were in the Quick Look video like Osiris and Raiders. Those two games look pretty cool. I do look like I do like that they're putting the original Xbox games on backwards compatibility, but if they don't put ESPN 2K NFL 2K5 on it, I'll be very disappointed. I will say the Anthem game was the coolest thing to come out of that conference. Bethesda was not a good uh, conference. I was expecting something cool, but nope. The only game was Wolfenstein because I didn't like the first Evil Within. Yep. Now, Ubisoft to me was the best because they have the wow factor to me. The Skull and Bones game has my attention, uh, and I only wish I had a better PC so I could play with Dan. South Park Phone Destroyer looks awesome, and so does the Starlink game because the toys look sweet. Far Cry yeah. 5 looks insane, and I can't wait to play it. Beyond Good and Evil is a 2020 or so title. Sony was kind of meh. They showed games they showed last year, and they had changed Detroit too much. God of War, I say, is is an early 2019 game, and I was disappointed that they didn't say Holidays 2017 for Spider-Man because that would have been a cool mic drop. I think I was more impressed with the games that were on the game floor, like Agents of Mayhem and Rogue Troopers Redux. I played Rogue Troopers a long time ago, and it became one of my favorite games, and I will be buying the Redux. If you guys didn't know, the Destiny betas are July 18th through 20th for PS4, 19th and 20th for Xbox, open console 21, 21th, yeah, 21st to 23rd, and PC in August sometime, so I hope to see you on PS4. Now for Idaho Jake's This Day in Gaming History, let's go back two days Two days ago, Last of Us was released June 14th, 2013. You're welcome, Eric. That is it for me. So, guys, thanks and carry on. You didn't cover Nintendo, Jake. And Nintendo's, uh, they're their own thing. They didn't really, their thing's not even like really a conference, you know? Yeah, Yeah. no, it's its own little, own little thing. Yeah. Yeah, Skull and Bones looks great. I am all, I'm also very excited by Anthem. I, I think that looks cool. I think it has a lot of promise. I'm totally with you on that one, yeah. Pedigree. Yeah, I mean, it's Bioware. Yeah. It's good. It's going to be interesting, at least. Yeah, you know? exactly. I'm I wonder, for that. I'm also wondering that if this was the game that they kind of shoved all of their assets to instead of Andromeda. Maybe. That could be. Because then it would have maybe. to be improved. 
As I said, I really like the name too. If it's a Destiny like game, I much prefer the name Anthem to Destiny. Yeah, no, I as I said, if this game is what it sets out to look like at least, I think it'll be pretty awesome. Yeah. Okay. So that was from Jake. The next is from Derek. Derek in Chicago who says, Hey fellas, want to give Will some quick advice about a serving job if it's not already too late. I manage a restaurant in Chicago and do a lot of the hiring myself. His lack of experience won't be a big deal as long as he is very upbeat in the interview. If he focuses on explaining how important customer service was at his last job, I think that will really help. Uh, I'm the inter- in the interview, he should focus on saying he's a great at multitasking, very customer-focused and excited to take the time to understand the menu. If he needs an example of multitasking, you can just mention how he's able to do a podcast and watch hockey and play Pokemon Go at the same time. <laughs> I like Video that. Game, yeah, that's good advice. That really that's is good advice. That it's not too late either, so that that'll really help me. Yeah. Video game related. Halfway through episode four of The Life is Strange and really loving it. Uh, not sure about the game of the year, but definitely a memorable experience. Played some Destiny with Tito last night. Definitely look forward, looking forward to the sequel. Not super blown away by anything else from E3 this year. Hope Corey finds a game to bring him out of, video game, out of this video game Funky's in. Keep up the great work, Derek, in Chicago. Hmm. All right. That was a nice full feedback segment. I love that. That, that was, yeah. And I've, Thank I've you everybody been... for writing it. I've been dabbling, Derek. I've been trying to find something. I've been trying lots of different things. I'm getting there. Trying coming to out of it. Latch onto. I'm metamorphizing into out of the cocoon and into the beautiful butterfly. Mm-hmm. So beautiful. Yeah. I spread my little wings and fly, fly into the video game world again. You're so deliriously tired. <laughs> <laughs> Not too delirious to do our game giveaway, though. No, let's All hit right. it. Right. We got one through five. One through five. Yep. Uh, I've got, let's see, Eric is one, Alex is two, Ryan is three, Jake is four, Derek is five. Correct. While you're spinning that, I have possible breaking news. Oh. Uh, Fire Emblem Warriors, October 13th. Really? That's that is what, breaking news. That's what Wikipedia is telling me. So. Uh, the winner cool. is Ryan in Iowa. Ryan in Iowa. Nice. Ooh, choice of games 1 through 193, and the first one up is number 42, and that is Hexcell's Complete Pack. Sweet. Good start. <laughs> At least it's the Complete Pack and not, like, yeah, yeah. Episode 3. Yep. Uh, 181, Europa Universalist 3 Complete. Oh. Okay. I played the uh, fourth. What was the most recent one? Yeah, the fourth, fourth was the most recent, right? Yep. It's all right. Nothing wrong with an older game, right? No, I mean, come on. Wrong. 45. Octodad. Dadliest Catch. Nice. Yeah, Europa Universalist 3 will probably run on any computer you would have, too. 89, Magical Battle Festa. Will, can you look up Magical Battle Festa? On our favorite... uh, It won't be be on there. (laughs) Magical Battle Festa? Yeah. And I'll give him the last game, which is number five. Morph Blade. You have to look up Morph Blade, too. (laughs) Uh, It's mostly positive on Steam. 73%. 
Morph Blade or Magical Battle Festa? Magical Battle Festa, but it looks terrible. What is it? It's like a action-y anime indie game featuring a female protagonist. What was the other one? Morph Blade. That one sounds sweet. (laughs) Blade. Uh, Let's see. Well... On Steam, it's 100% positive of the 34 user reviews. Huh. It's, a it's, like puzzle. a puzzle yeah, it's a puzzle game. You click some boxes and stuff. Yeah, see, I'm probably going with Morph Blade out of this batch. Maybe one of our weakest batches yet. <laughs> That's going to happen, though, because as people pick the better games, we're just left with the junk. Yeah. We should do like uh, we should do something to get rid of the junky games. At least some of them. Do something clever. Yeah. Okay. Anything else? No. All right. We're looking at Thursday again next week. Yeah. We'll have to come up with a topic for the first time in a little while. Um. Yeah. Let me think about that. We gotta start playing more games, guys. We gotta start playing some different stuff. I'm yeah. gonna start this weekend. We don't have anything new to talk about. No. None of us are getting arms, so we won't be able to do an episode on that. Certainly not getting arms. I'm interested in arms. I just I it's not something I'm gonna play right now, so Okay. Yeah, no, I'm not seeing anything that's even coming out. Not until July. Soon. Probably Splatoon 2 in July. I feel like there was a couple games in July I was going to get. The Golf Club 2 comes out June 27th. Golf Club 2. Okay. Uh, Well, that's everything then. Uh, That'll do it for episode 308 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Will. Corey. Thanks for listening and get out of my basement. One, two, three.